This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you in part by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present 13 Candles, a Vampire the Masquerade Duet Chronicle with Desiree Valdez and David Larkins. think it's a matter of if i'm ready okay i have a couple questions for you though <clears throat> all right who do you think you are and what gives you the right i just i just wondering why Edie decided to just immediately start chowing down on that shoe because that's what a, she does in a very loud and rambunctious fashion she's a doggy all right so yeah who do you think you are <laughs> I don't have to answer that question without a lawyer. Okay, so where did we last leave? Uh, do you have any thoughts, comments before we start? Mm, I know oh I've shared some things with you. Jeez. Yes. What? <laughs> Just when you I'm do too that. Close to the mic. No, when you do that, that really, I don't know, if I hear it really loudly, and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> and it's overwhelming. I see. I'll remember that. So you could use it against me, right? Exactly. When, when you're about to make a roll, I'll just go, mm. <laughs> I, I think I do have a little bit of misophonia. Mm. I think I have a little bit of that. Where I'm like, like certain noises really jar me yeah. easily. Yeah. Because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> so. Um, Thoughts, well, yeah. comments, questions. What do you got for me? Okay. I know I've shared some things with you since the last session. Yeah, we should really not talk about it. Um, <laughs> In the off-mic world? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> well, we had an awkward Christmas, as usual. and. Uh, well, no, it's still going. I know, I know. That was your whole purpose of well, it's probably after ending the session. Point. Yeah. Oh, are you still upset about that? That uh, I ended the session? That I asserted my uh, my dominance? No, because I just I just re-listened to um, one of the Neon Masquerade episodes <laughs> yeah. for research purposes, and I uh, I actually 
actually did that to you where well 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 there was a certain part where i'm like you're like and then we'll leave it at that i'm like no but then i do this oh, and then yeah, i go yeah. over here and i do this and i'm like what am i doing that was actually but worse yeah that was not worse <laughs> however what i will say yes is i noticed that as we progressed through that chronicle I think it's when we were getting into the more collaborative feel mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So it became more like conversational as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, you running something for me. I'm like, oh, and then uh, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, well, you know, that was the sporadic, well. Yeah. But mostly it was like, yeah, like, totally. So, it was, so I think as we're getting more into this, I mean, we're only on... <laughs> Well, we're only almost done. One, two, three. Yeah, possibly three episodes left, including this one. Oh. Where, um, yeah, you are being a little more proactive now, which is good. You weren't as proactive. You know, you you are learning. Right. So that's good. Okay. Anyway, what have you learned? (laughs) What um, comments, questions, ideas, thoughts? I'd like to hear it. I mean, I still don't really know. I still don't. Do you feel like you have a handle on the character? I do. Okay. I do. I just, um, I am genuinely, oh. genuinely oh. bouncing back and forth oh. about that ritual. Which one? In the book. Oh, the ritual. The ritual. Yeah. You know, just that one. Yeah. Um, I know there have been a lot of rituals. Have there been? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't know, man. What don't you know? Just What does that I don't know mean? It means... I've got this power. Or at least that's what the book claims. And shouldn't I use it? Mm-hmm. Been grappling with this question ever since I found out what was in the book. Yeah. What else about the book? What do you mean? Well, what else do you know about the book? Not a whole lot. Especially since I can't... Um, really be sure anymore what's real and what's not Mm. so (laughs) (laughs) so you're feeling disoriented Mm -hmm. but i do i do seem to think that i uh can access the book so the book itself is like dumbo's feather Mm. you're viewing it that way i am Mm. um certainly other people seem to think there's something to it. They want the book. Since they want the book. Yeah, I just don't know. Why not take a I deep fe- telling look? <laughs> oh my god. I feel like if I were to enact the ritual mm-hmm. and it did what it said on the tin. Mm. And it quote unquote destroyed. On the tin? You've never heard that term before? No. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh. 
says it does it, it does what it says on the tin. That makes sense. I understand, like a medicine or something. Yeah, or, or, or uh, yeah, some packaged thing. Yeah, Med- medicine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if it does what it says on the tin, and what did it say? Well, it says that you read this book out loud, and it will destroy the Tremere. Mm. Now, it's a bit like a genie's wish. You know, because it's like, what do you mean by destroying? I mean, suddenly every Tremere all around the world bursts into flames simultaneously. Does it mean they just destroy or they lose their their powers? Mm-hmm. Does it mean that they start fighting amongst each other? <laughs> you know, yeah. and the clan uh, hmm. the clan splits up and is no more. Hmm. Does it mean that the Tremere Council passes a unanimous unanimous vote to rename themselves um, into some other clan name, like Wizards Incorporated? <laughs> and so, technically, technically, the Tremere <laughs> clan is no more. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we trademarked that, by the way. Yeah, TM. Um, Registered trademark. That's right. Holy crap. Wizards Incorporated. Save that for Running Mage. Um, Please do. If I ever can. If I can ever figure out how to run Mage. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's, and that's where some of my doubt's coming from. The other part of the doubt, obviously, is like, would I even want to do that if, if even any of those outcomes were possible? You know? Seems awfully vindictive. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Let's look let's look, let's look at the history of the Tremere. Why would anyone want to be vindictive against them, particularly the Salubri? I don't know. You're a Tremere apologist playing a Salubri, which is really I think it's you need to, I, I yeah, I think you need to figure out what your priorities are. <sighs> pretty messed up, man. It is pretty messed up. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. But, anyways, <laughs> um, I almost feel like, and I mentioned this to you off mic, but I'll just reiterate it. I almost feel like if I were to do that, and it really did destroy the Tremere, like literally, like they were destroyed, in order to kind of like keep things cosmically balanced since that would be an act of vengeance you mm-hmm. know yeah that it would also just have to be the swan, swan song of the salubri so it's like this the tremaragon great but that doesn't give the salubri a blank check you can't you can't like start mm. start over from a place of like vengeance and uh, is charlotte thinking that yeah and so hmm. Uh, right, like two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly, exactly. So destroying one and destroying the other. But the Salubri weren't fully destroyed. Exactly. But as far as I know, there's only six other Salubri, and I already know one of them. So, you know, that would be like a whole other chronicle of me hunting down the other six Salubri. Yeah. Destroying them and then offing myself. Oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> After you destroy the Tremere. Yes, destroy the Tremere, step one. Step two, destroy all the other Salubri. Step three off myself in some suitably cinematic fashion like standing on the beach while the sun comes up or something huh. and uh and that's that huh 
Okay. <laughs> I'm just taking it all in. Uh-huh. Hmm. So that'd be fairly dramatic. Yeah, I would be. But I don't know if Charlotte has it in her. I don't know if she wants to die. It's mutually assured destruction. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that what it said? No, that's that would be that would be me. Oh, that would that. be. Okay. I would be implementing mutually assured destruction. Right. Just to just to cut off the uh, the karmic wheel, mm-hmm. so to speak. Right. But you know, I'm soft-hearted. For God's I know sake. you are. I have a soft-hearted flaw. Yes. I cannot stand it's to a see. Flaw. <laughs> it is a flaw. I know. <laughs> for a vampire, it's a flaw. I know it is. I cannot stand to see others suffer. Must roll willpower, difficulty mm-hmm. eight, to cause physical or emotional pain. I'd say destroying an entire clan would definitely. Well, uh, that qualifies. That qualifies as something that's causing yeah. emotional and physical pain. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Ultimately, ultimately, it's more. It's more direct. Because I was about to say, yeah, but. If the Tremere is still around, they're going to keep hunting the Salubri, and that's causing emotional and physical pain. But that's more abstract. Like, taking a direct act. (laughs) Taking a direct act to, you know, potentially cause the final death of, what, thousands? Tens of thousands of vampires? Well, I wouldn't wouldn't exaggerate. A million Tremere? No. No. Over here, over there, there's never, everywhere. There's never, there's never been a million of any of them. No, I know. Um, yeah. All yeah. right, that's a lot to think about. Yeah. All right. So, where do we leave off? We're in the cellar. Where do We've we got leave? an awkward, awkward holiday party in the making. Mm, this must be Christmas. And hand out the eggnog, the blood eggnog, the blood nog. Yeah, the the blood the blood nog. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> you've gotten to that point. Oh man, blood nog, blood nog. <laughs> I am blood nog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not giggle too much. All right, so I'm trying to set a tone. Oh no, you're ruining my chronicle. I'm trying to set a narrative tone. So we last left Charlotte between Mazarin mm-hmm. and Siraj mm-hmm. down in her cellar bedroom yep. or cellar room mm-hmm. where someone is inadvertently coming down the stairs to do their laundry on Christmas night. I'm kidding. Um, so where we last left you, you were down in the cellar. Yep. Uh, a Mazarin had somehow managed to stop Babette from yes. encroaching or actually doing some damage to Siraj. And Babette ran off. Babette ran <laughs> <Crying>. off. Bef- <laughs> she did? Well, not crying, but she, she ran off. She did, but not before plunging a stake into your thigh. Yes, well, that whole thing. And, and you're Oh, healed. yeah, I got healed. Yeah, right. by Mazarin, mm-hmm. who healed you. Mazarin, the person you've been feeling ambivalent and spurning on well, many this, occasions. Well, this definitely, you know, I mean, look, I was just waiting for her to actually show me some kind of decent, you know, decent uh, consideration and care, so. Oh, my God. 
No, I wasn't, you, I wasn't you waiting for that. You have to be coddled that. like the whole time. I mean, do you not know my character by now? <laughs> we spent a two-hour prelude establishing <laughs> what a privileged little shit Charlotte was. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So, Mazarin and Siraj are standing there. Mm-hmm. They're looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Perception plus alertness. Oh, wait. Sorry. Perception plus empathy. Empathy. All right. Difficulty six. You know, I just felt a little twinge of sadness. Because we just wrapped up our Chronicles of Darkness Chronicle. Yeah. We're going to be wrapping this up, you know, in a two, three weeks. And uh, then we won't be rolling D10 dice pools oh. for a while. No. No. That's not true. For a little while. No. Actually, in two weeks, I'll be running the alpha oh, play test right. of Vampire 5th Edition. Except that that will still be during the time we're doing this. So. Barely. Mm. Barely, honestly. Mm. All, right, all right. And then. But then it'll be a bit of a dry patch for for six November. Weeks or so. Yeah, about five weeks of no thing, and then we're getting back into, you know, back to the nineties. All right. That's so all difficulty we'll six. Yes. One, two, three, four. Oh. Four successes. Okay. So. Um, also, what about your um, auspects? What about my auspects? Roll some auspects up. Oh. All right. That is perception plus empathy as well. Mm-hmm. Difficulty eight. Yes. Oh, ones. Oh. All right. I got uh, one success. One success. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm- Two successes. Yeah. All right. So. The perception you're receiving as you're looking at the two of them, mm-hmm. something that you hadn't noticed before because you've been so mired in trying to understand and also the fact, understand them, and then also um, the fact that Mazarin isn't like, you know, kicking his ass up and down the room, mm. you know, pretty much because she's always been fighting. Sure. Is that... Or standing on him. So I just want to establish how they look. So Mazarin is wearing this green sari that has this gold border. Mm. She looks beautiful. Gold Mm. gold slippers. Her hair is perfectly dark jet black hair. is perfectly coiffed. Okay. But it's not too long. I mean, it looks modern. It's Mm -hmm. not like flowing, but it's, you know, it's nicely um, groomed. Um, Perfectly applied eyeliner. Mm. She has a... um, Uh, she's perfectly applied red lipstick mm-hmm. and she has a let's see here god why can't I think of the bindi Jesus Christ that's the one so she has a bindi um, where her third eye would be mm-hmm. it's this beautiful ice blue mm. and uh and so, and her hands are just, she has beautifully manicured nails, gold jewelry. Mm-hmm. She's stunning. Yeah. Siraj is, um, as we've mentioned, tall, perfectly groomed facial hair, a little goatee, mm-hmm. sideburns, shaved head. He's wearing a very modern black suit mm-hmm. um, with a white dress shirt, skinny modern tie, mm-hmm. and uh, polished shoes loafers very very nice very neatly kept okay 
And you are, what are you wearing? I think, um, I think I was dressed up for Christmas. Or you said you were wearing pants and a top of yeah. some type. Yeah. And the pants have a hole in the thigh area. Yes, that's right. Which from the you can get repaired. I mean, sure. You can always take it to a tailor and seamstress. They currently have a hole, though. Did the steak go all the way through? The material? Yeah. No, to go all the way through the leg. No. Or did it just no? It bury stopped. Itself? It buried itself. Okay. All right. So. What uh, colors your shirt? What does your hair look like? What are your you know what do you, what shoes are you wearing, etc. Are you okay. wearing jewelry? No jewelry. Hair pushed back with a headband. Mm-hmm. Just a little brown mm-hmm. turtle shell plastic. Mm-hmm. Thin, skinny. Headband. Mm-hmm. Um, top picturing maybe a pattern of some sort. Is it like a knit or is it like a sweater or? No, no, it's not cold. So it's probably just a little, um, maybe even a little sleeveless, oh. you know, whatever you call it. What? <laughs> I don't know. A sleeveless blouse. A sleeveless. So just a top? Sleeveless top. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so like a pattern on the fabric. Paisley? Stripes. Yeah, let's see. Flowers, stripes. a bunch of daisies. Actually, yeah, let's go with let's go with a little floral pattern. Okay. Lime green pants. Oh man. <laughs> Wait, what then what color is the top? I, I don't know what would match. Um, I don't know. Would Charlotte want to match? Be matchy matchy? Yeah. Okay, well I think since it's Christmas, were you dressing for Christmas too? No, not particularly. <laughs> okay, so it would probably be a a mixture of like teal, purple, pink, uh-huh. yellow flowers, okay, like and that's orange, okay, very multicolor, yeah, vi- vibrant, bright, you know, top, okay, yep, lime green plant pants, and mm-hmm. um, probably just a pair of um, little, need some little dark keds, little uh, little keds, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. No jewelry or anything? No. Didn't no. you get a locket? You got a locket for Consuela, but do you have a locket? I did not. Get yourself. She didn't get that for me uh, for my birthday, I guess. Okay. So. <laughs> Which is coming, coming up, up in soon. a couple weeks. It is, isn't yeah. it? So. All right. But yeah, I, I, I did not intend to really mix upstairs on this Christmas night. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like trying to dress for the holiday or anything. Okay. Yeah. So, you are standing in the cellar of the Pavo Dore. Mm-hmm. P-A-V-O-T-D-O-R-E. Duly noted for next time. Pavo Dore. Yes. And it's a concrete floor with some drains in it. It's a laundry room, ultimately. Yep. The basement windows have been blocked off for light. Yep. There's a um, little bureau, little curtain hanging over the area where you can rest during the day okay wooden stairs going up so you're standing there between them you perceive for the first time that there is a history between these two that's my that's my perception plus empathy mm -hmm. okay something there's a tension there Oh. That you hadn't picked up on before right. as they look at each other. Okay. And Auspex picks up 
you see both of them with these auras uh, that are there's some uh, around the edges there's silver I mean there's their there's there's their default aura which is you know gold and uh, so spiritual mm -hmm. both of them mm-hmm that's gold and and uh, yellow not so much she doesn't have so much yellow but mm. she does have a little more yellow and then with the um, idealist red but you see something in their auras mostly close to where their hearts are and you see that it has silver and uh, blue love struck and sad <laughs> oh man how tragic <laughs> how tragically ludicrous how ludicrously tragic <laughs> yeah it's campy as hell alright just putting my phone on sleep here oh good there we go alright um so you notice this about I do them. notice this. And, and Siraj, I think my expression softens a little bit. Does it? Mm-hmm. So they're just looking at each other. Mm-hmm. What was the, was there something they said? You said something like, I think we should have a little talk. Right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Line. Yeah, uh, I know. Unlike me who's like, okay, okay, so this is where this is where yeah, we left off. The last uh, I, I wish I could listen to him um, more consistently. Wow. But Circumstances dictate otherwise. Cheers. 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 All right. So, um, so since it doesn't seem like they're going to murder each other, I will. Not in this moment. How close together are they? Oh, they're like about seven feet apart. You're right in the middle of them. Okay. So I've said, uh, I think we should have a nice little chat. Mm -hmm. I will walk... Well, isn't Mazarin near me if she healed me? But you got up, and you were standing between the two of them. So Siraj is on one part of the room, and she's on the other side of the room, and you're in the middle of them. Okay. So she's gotten up from having healed Oh, you. and having um, having chased Babette off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess. I don't know if she ran away. I don't know. Yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah, she ran up the stairs. Okay, fine. She ran out of there. All right, fine. I'm ninety nine percent. That's sure. fine because I don't remember that. And at all. if not, then we'll retcon it and that's say fine. that she yeah. did. Okay, she did. Yeah, because I don't. I don't think I would have been like, okay, well, I think that's a good place to end. If bad, bad, fucking bad, bad had still been in the room. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, Babette was wearing like a perfectly white, cute dress. She looked like a little angel. Oh my god, a little holiday dress. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Like white lace and with a red uh, sash uh -huh. or something. Mm -hmm. Of course. Mm -hmm. Little green shoes, green slippers. No, <laughs> no. Just um. Oh, ooh! Did she have a lock of holly in her hair? Yeah, <laughs> and she had um, white tights and little uh, white oh. Mary Janes. Okay. Everything was white. Okay. Again, you don't know Babette's story. You should walk a mile in her Mary Janes, see where it takes you. Are we gonna have a Babette prelude next? <laughs> Dude, that's gonna that would be freaking dark. No, I I'm gonna tell you right now. I, well, hey, hella right, dark. Write up some fanfic for it. I could, but I don't want to. It's very, very sad. Yikes! No, I, I, I oh god, it's making me nauseous thinking about it. I respect. <laughs> Is that a character you made, or did yes, you get? Yes, I made her up. And but you're making yourself nauseous with mm -hmm. your own character. Yeah. 
That's cool. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I can respect that. It's incredibly sad. Um, Obviously, I want to tell you all about her, but I can't. Yeah, that's so. no, fine. We'll save it for the deep dive on the best character you ever had, hosted by James Abbott. Okay, I'm so- <laughs> so, <laughs> I do. I do hella respect. <laughs> you, I do hella respect Asimites, Actually, I, do, I, don't. I don't have an issue with them. <laughs> I have a major issue with them. That's why I wanted to make one. Yeah. To see like what happened, and I, I do love know. her, and I do see? feel. I do feel for her, not when because she's an Asimite. When no. you're on the storyteller side, it changes things. No, I still am incredibly suspicious. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how well. you're configured in the room. All right. So I will. Um, I will walk over to Mazarin. Oh, she looks down at you. I'll take her hand, smiling at her. She takes your hand. And I will start leading her back towards Siraj. Because I've said, now I think we need to have a little chat. Okay, so she's following. As we approach Siraj, I'll reach out my other hand, Mm -hmm. smile at him. He takes your hand. Okay. And so I say, uh, I say, I know there must be a history between the two of you. I can sense it. You needn't explain it to me. It's none of my business. But I hope that you don't let any feelings of, any hurt feelings get in the way of our discussion. So Mazarine pulls her hand from yours. Yeah. And says, hurt feelings. It's so trite for what's happened. So I'll just say, uh, Suraj, why don't you have a seat here? And I'll indicate the desk chair. Mm-hmm. There's folding chairs in there because that's where you had your services, remember? Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I already had this planned out. I'm just going to go with it. Oh, okay. And then I'll, I'll indicate for Mazarin that she can have a seat on the bed. All right. So that they'll be sort of sitting facing each other, mm-hmm. you know, but like maybe six feet Because there's apart. a desk near the bed. Yeah, exactly. Little, it's my little corner. Writing desk. My corner. Yeah. All right. So they both sit down mm-hmm. and they're looking at you expectantly. Okay. So then I will walk over to my desk. Mm. Walk back over to my desk. No. Uh, when Mazarin is sitting down, I will reach under my pillow. That's where right. I left it. Yeah. I'll reach under my pillow, but I will... Hold on. Hold on, hold on. What? This is a low-stakes roll. I just want to... Oh, no. I want to see how it comes out. Nope. Oh, All right, boy. so I, I, I do not manage to withdraw the book uh, surreptitiously. Right. And, in fact, I botched that roll, so... So they're both, like, then, like, just staring at this book. Yeah, so I was like, uh, oh, oh, shit. All right, so I will... It'll turn around there. I was what I was gonna do is take the book out and like kind of surreptitiously and then walk back and then spin around with like a big reveal, you know. <laughs> Charlotte is such a drama queen. I know, but since they both like clearly saw it, yeah, I'll just I'm just standing right. I'm like, uh. oh, so this is the book. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you say? Yeah. And so they're just looking at you quizzically. Yeah. And I say, um, I understand both of you would like to get your hands on this so they both look at each other and they look back at you and Siraj says if it's as powerful as we've been told or I've been told then yes it must be destroyed no good can come from it 
I look at Mazarine. And you, Mazarine? How would you use this book if you could access its contents? So she stands up and just walks away from the bed and hmm. says, I would use it. There's no punishment too great. And that's when she turns back and looks at Siraj mm. to inflict upon this clan who cut ours down so violently and so aggressively. So I look back at Siraj. Are you just like Judge Judy here? Or like yeah, yeah. All right. I just want to hear their. I want to hear them make their case. So he says, it wasn't my fault. And she's just standing there and she looks like she's very still. And he says, I don't know how many times I have to tell you that it wasn't my fault. And he's straightening his tie. And he stands up and he says to her, to Mazarine, I know what I know because of you. And what happened was beyond my control. Like, there was nothing I could do. So for you to hold this against me for... I've lost count of how long it's been. I just... And he just stops talking. And she's looking at him. So make a perception plus... Awareness? Awareness. Supernatural. Six? Uh, yes, six. It's three successes. Okay. So. You see her touching him, touching his face. Oh, wow. And you see him visibly get more calm. His brow unfurrows and he seems like he's at peace in a very real way and it seems similar to what she did to Babette in terms of calming mm. and before you can blink Mm-mm. Her fist is in his face. <laughs> and she just completely punches him in the face. Okay. And he staggers back. Wow. And he looks up and his nose is bleeding. Yeah. And he has red rivulets in his eyes. Mm. All right. So that's... And she shakes her hand out. <sighs> so I, I say, stop that right now. So Mazarine turns her gaze onto you. 
and says, who are you to even comment on this? I am the one who can read this book. I am the one. So she, okay, so here we go. <laughs> she take her earrings off. <laughs> <laughs> she takes her shoes off. She's taking her earrings off. <laughs> yeah. She's taking her bracelets off. She's taking her rings off. Unlike what she did for Siraj. Right, ow. So you see his face is like a really nasty cut on Yeah, him yeah. From one of her rings. And... She's not really doing that, is she? No. No, okay. <laughs> but, she's coming, but she's coming towards you very Fast. quickly. Yeah. So, let me see here. So she's going to make a grab for it. So I'm going to say that that is... Um, I'm going to say that's Brawl. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, can I do something yeah if you want to deflect or yeah i want to kind of like dodge out i would say that's that's dexterity plus um mm. athletics right yeah one of these days i'll put a dot in athletics one well how many dots do you have to have. experience points do you have um 10 okay well can i just buy a dot yeah. in athletics mm-hmm. right now yeah <laughs> make that seven sweet because I am out of willpower. Mm-hmm. Not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool. All right, so I got one success. So that'll reduce her number of successes by one. All right, so she had one success. Sweet! So is she- there is there a boiler down here? Or like a furnace? No. no, no, no. That seems to be in another part of the house. Marguerite wouldn't want to put you in a place where there's a furnace. Like, <laughs> I don't think that would be yeah, it has too its own, wise. There's, there's a separate boiler room. Yes. Of course. Yes. So, she says... <laughs> well, she, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, I give, just, me, give me a second. I wanted to second. give you some more information, too. All right. Well, she, so she grabbed for the book. She was tries she saying to... something as she was grabbing for the book? Yes. Okay, what was she saying? She says... This will right all of the wrongs. Okay. So so she's You're saying like, that. <laughs> she's saying that. She's grabbing for the book. I duck out from under her her grasp. Mm-hmm. And I'm running for the stairs. Oh. Okay. Yep. So Siraj. Okay. So do you want to do Dex, Dex plus Athletics again? Yeah. Oh. If only I had Barb's running skills. <laughs> You know what? I know you love Barb, but... Well, yeah. Excuse me. All right. So that is two successes. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do that instead. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, God damn it. What? I always know when you're looking at thaumaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you... Because it sounds you, like you're looking at a Chinese menu like, well, that sounds good. Ooh, but that... Mmm, <laughs> yeah. Mm, rock salt, mm, shrimp. Rock salt, shrimp balls. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, so what I will say about that is... Uh, thaumaturgy, the dim sum of the vampire world. <laughs> it really is. What do I pick? Shrimp toast. <laughs> You've got your mouth set for shrimp, apparently. Man. And I usually don't. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got it. Yeah. So, since you've made such a big show of the fact that you're like, Dominate, you can't work on me because I have blah, blah. When did I 
Did I ever say that out loud? Yes, you said that a couple times. What, t- as a player? or Yeah, as a player. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I wouldn't have told Siraj that. No, 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 no. Okay. But, um... Yes, that's right. Dominate mind-altering spells or thaumaturgy are plus three difficulty. And thaumaturgy? And thaumaturgy. Anything that affects my mind other than presence. Other than presence. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the ticket. Okay, so let me let me see here just one second. Yes, since presence does not affect my willpower. Yeah, and like okay, he doesn't have that. Ha ha ha. Fool. <laughs> you have no power here. But he doesn't know that. No, he does not. So let's try to dominate you, shall okay. we? I mean it's yeah, he could still do it. It's a, it's just a plus three difficulty. So what difficulty? Plus three nine. difficulty. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me get here. Uh, dominate. Donate. Dominate. Plus. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh. Oh man. Okay. Um. Okie dokie. Okay. So plus three difficulty. Yes. So I'm giving myself a difficulty of nine. Nine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Nothing. Yeah. I was so, going to say, also, if worst came to worst, I could try and make a roll to, to avoid eye contact, too. So. Yeah. No. So, so you feel this, like, but you might feel like... Well, I, 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 briefly, oh. I briefly meet his eyes. Yes. You know, and go on. And so as you're turning to go back up the stairs, right. you feel something like as though someone is grabbing for your, like they barely touch your shirt. Yeah. But mentally. Yeah. Like it's yeah. on your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the slightest. And you don't feel, you're just like, you just keep going up the stairs? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so you hear two steps coming, you hear two sets of <laughs> footsteps yeah, coming up and following you. All right. So I burst out. <laughs> Into the kitchen, right? So okay, so th- what? So at this point, it's probably around ten thirty. Okay. And so there's not very many people in the lobby. <laughs> right. It seems very still and quiet and right. lovely. Right. There's beautiful, like tr- a couple trees set up. Right. With tinkling lights. There's like a pink tree and like a white tree, and they have like ice blue lights and and like little pink lights and and there's garlands hanging around the the lobby. Yeah. Up the up those stairs, up the rafters yeah. there, up yeah. on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, there's like little fake snow around, you know, the whole thing, everything. There's a poinsettia on the lobby desk. Like this is just a Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. And so, yes. And so there's a couple people in the lobby, a couple people on the phone. And so you come tearing out of the cellar. (laughs) The cellar though, I thought it came out in the kitchen. Am I not remembering that correctly? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Where does it come out? Just behind the the desk, Mm -hmm. behind the front desk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, where's the fireplace? There's no fireplace. There's no fireplace. No, not in the lobby. It's, it's an old house. It doesn't have a fireplace. There, there like may in the be, parlor. There may be some in the parlor. That's yeah. what I'm asking. Like in the in the building. Mm-hmm. Where do I know there to be a fireplace? Okay, so there is a fireplace in the parlor. Okay. With my heightened vampire senses mm-hmm. and aspects, can I roll to see if I smell? Whether a fire is going in the fireplace yes. from like a couple yes. rooms over. Oh yeah, you'll be able to sense it. Okay. For sure. So let me see here. 
heightened senses, mm -hmm. uh, perception plus alertness, yes. decreased difficulty by number equal to aspects. Okay, right, so your so aspects minus is two to difficulty. Two? Oh, minus two. Okay. So that's going to be difficulty four? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then my discerning specialty would apply, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. Excellent. Difficulty four. Oh. Uh, three, four, five, six, seven successes. <laughs> so you are honing in on, there's a fire going on in that parlor. Mm -hmm. There's a couple fires upstairs. Okay. But the one in the parlor, it's not just like flames. You, you, you feel that they are embers. Uh -huh. um, there are it's it's receding. The right. fire is very weak. There's no flames. There's no flames. It's just smoldering ash and embers uh -huh. in the fireplace. Okay. All right. Nonetheless, uh, so I'll run to the parlor. I mean, you've played. You've played. I mean, not played with fire, but I mean, you've you've encountered embers. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, go on. You know how fire works. Uh, if you put, if you hold something to an ember, it will ignite yeah, yeah. so fast. Exactly. It's hot embers. Yeah. I could put a, I could put a potato in there and it would be baked within a few hours. Hours. <laughs> no, probably within an hour. Yeah. Um, I could put a quail in there and it would cook the quail. Why would you, oh, I hope you would, you know, kill it and then take the feathers out, pluck it first. No, you don't have to pluck it. That's the thing. The feathers burn up. You remember that. It's, I don't. It's an old, old, uh old camping uh thing you know if you shoot a if you shoot a quail or a bird game bird and you have a you have some embers in your campfire you just bury the bird in the embers and it burns the feathers off and then it crisps the skin and it cooks the bird and then you just take it out well do you gut the bird first you get rid of its organs i don't know that's a good are they question. just so small that it doesn't matter it might be yeah just turn I mean, you them can into, eat the kidneys and liver and, yeah but what about the poop factor like the intestine that actually is the most delicious part you just plant your lips right on the butt and suck <laughs> and it's like a it's like a slurpee that's what's gonna give me nightmares tonight <laughs> this is a game of personal horror i hate you <laughs> it is so disgusting all right, so all right, she drove me here. Okay. All right, so 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 I run up, so I run into the parlor. Yes. Uh, I I chance a quick glance over my shoulder. How close are they? Oh, they me? are right on. They me. are right on me. Yeah. All right. As so, the one casters just. As the one casters just gliding, gliding, <laughs> gliding toward you. <laughs> all right, so I I am tearing it into the into the parlor. Yeah. Um. You also on casters. I vault over a an armchair. Yes. Okay. Yes. Man, that dot in athletics is really paying off. It really is. <laughs> Good job. I feel like I've had enough physical trials and tribulations. I think, I think you've gotten a little <laughs> more skilled. Yeah. Definitely. So. Uh, you broke the fan out. The fan is out. All right. So. Um, so I vault over an armchair and then I, I just run right up to the fireplace and I toss that book in. <laughs> All right, and then and then spin around, sort of blocking the fireplace. So you are um, 
on the mantle there's like little Santa Claus figurines, uh-huh. angels. Yeah. There's all there's a couple of stockings uh-huh. hanging from the, oh, yeah. the mantle chimney yeah. thing. So you're kinda like Ugh, brushed up against those. Yeah. And they turn and they're just they see you. Mm-hmm. Now what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did what was your success seven? It's uh on my perception roll? Oh no 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 no. On your uh well, you threw that into the into the fireplace, correct? Yes, I threw it into the fireplace. And you're standing there. And I'm standing there. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to give you a Rorschach. Uh, a Rorschach test? I already gave you that. Rorschach. Rorschach mm-hmm. uh, test. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be, um, isn't that? It is uh, courage. Courage, yeah. So courage, difficulty, four. One success. Okay, so it's it pains you to stand there with your back to the fire. Yeah. Because. Because. Because, 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 because. The wonderful things fire does. So. <laughs> the fire is igniting this book. Yeah. The paper catches. I kind of threw it in open. Yes. Like, so it would like flap open and land and paper it, first. And on it the did embers. land paper first. Yeah. So it suddenly. It takes off very quickly. Mm. The flames start flickering. You hear the logs cracking and you hear mm-hmm. creaking. You hear... Uh, I don't know how leather burns. That's a good question. How does leather burn? Probably slowly. Very slowly. Yeah, but the pages are the main thing. Yes, the pages are the main thing. Yeah. Even if only half of them burn, that's still fine. Right. Yeah. But... So anyway, as you do that... I'm all dramatically backlit. You are. Yes. So you have this feeling that comes over you. Uh, perception plus awareness. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. I hope this wasn't my horcrux. <laughs> you just go up in flames. Hey, man. That would be fitting into a No, crime. it would not be. <laughs> uh, difficulty... Six. One success. Five. Difficulty five? Oh, I just cleared my rules. Uh, uh, two successes. I'm sure I had a five. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you hear out of the recesses of your memory, of your mind, mm-hmm. what is your mind now? Mm-hmm. You hear a familiar voice. Ooh. Lucille. Yeah. And she says, You did the exactly right thing. It's exactly what you were supposed to do. I was compelled to write it, but it needed to be destroyed. And you did it, my child. So you have these two figures standing over you. How do they look? They look <laughs> livid. Uh-huh. Livid. Yeah. Uh, Mazarin looks livid. Yeah. Siraj looks livid in the sense of he's More shocked. shocked. Yeah. But then you see his... He seems also relieved. Okay. And he looks at you and says, You didn't copy that, did you? Are there copies? And he, and he, he, so then suddenly he's like very scared. Okay. And he's holding you by the shoulders and like almost shaking you. Like, are there copies? 
Are there any other people in the parlor, by the way? No. Okay. <laughs> There's like somebody over the chair. Like, <laughs> Marguerite turns around. Yeah. <laughs> I have the other copy. <laughs> like laboriously turning around in an armchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So he's shaking me, huh? <laughs> Putting his hands on me. Well, yes. <laughs> all right. So I maintain my self-control. Oh, good for you. And I'm just looking up at him and I say... I say there are no other copies but somebody has the first page of the book and i kind of look at mazarine when i say that and she's goes from angry to confused yeah why are you looking at me who would take it i don't know it's been in your possession this whole time not this whole time and so siraj lets you go and he says the pa- the first page first page the page that explains everything about what was in that book and now it no longer exists it does still exist in one place in one place only Mm. tap my temple so he he looks at you kind of starting to understand you memorized it I didn't memorize it But I realized that I knew the contents of the book before I even had it in my hands. And he looks at he looks at Mazari and says, "Can you explain this? I don't I don't know what she's talking about." Mm. And she turns to you and says, "I don't understand. What are you talking about?" I mean to say, Lucille wrote the book. And I gave her a very significant look. And because of that, I also know what was written. So she nods. Well. However, I meant what I just did. I will never impart the information that was in that book. And I look back at Siraj and I say, if you feel that you cannot trust me and that I must be destroyed, so be it. Okay, roll, um, let's see here. Expression? Uh, charisma plus expression. Okay. And uh, sanctity is gonna... Yeah, definitely. So, make it a little... Uh, reduce. Reduce difficulty. Mm-hmm. So it's difficulty five. Three. Okay. So he sort of adjusts his jacket and straightens his tie and says, I believe you. <laughs> Glad I didn't botch it this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe you, Charlotte. Boots and made of the fire. yep. Uh I don't know how powerful it would be just I mean, you didn't memorize it, did you? I could rewrite the book if I wanted to, but I don't want to. So he turns from the fire and is looking out one of the windows in the parlor and Mazarin says, this is over. 
we have much different, much men, many other threats that we are up against. The last thing we should worry about is this book. And she, and Siraj turns around and silently nods. It is nothing. The elders, they know of it, but since it's been destroyed, that will more than likely satisfy them. And Mazari nods and says, You've done everything that you've could. She's saying this to Siraj. Okay. You did everything that you could to atone. All you need is my permission, right? Mm-hmm. And he nods. And so she puts a hand on his shoulder and he's suddenly on his knees. Ooh. And she then puts both hands on top of his head. Okay. And you see this blue light emanating from from him. Huh. And she does that for some time. And you f- you can't help but feel this aura of calm and peace kind of washing over you too. Okay. It's flowing in the room. And you hear her say to him, you know I have to do this. Hmm. And he says yes. And so you see her lift his face up. And on the, that wound that like cut on his cheek, Mm -hmm. she runs her thumb over it and it seems to, he flinches and is trying to, you see him make a fist, like trying to control the pain Mm. and the wound becomes black. It's like this black gash on his cheek. Mm. And he just... Uh, when she lets his head go, his face go, then his head drops down. Mm-hmm. And you see him, his head is down and his hands, he's back, he kind of falls back on his, um, like his knees. Yeah. And it just has his hands on the tops of his thighs. Mm-hmm. He's looking down. Mm-hmm. And she turns to you and says, this is over. You probably won't see me again. Unless you have need for me. I'm here to protect you. Oh, shit. They said that there's seven salubri. And this is true. There's three of you. And three of my kind. The seventh... I don't know. But we are in tandem with each other. And I am bound to be your champion. Nice. Because you obviously can't take care of yourself. She, as she says that as she turns away. Ah! Oh my god. 
Why'd I have to be bound to such a sassy champion? I know you ask yourself that every day ever since you married me. <laughs> ever since I met you. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. Your Mazarine? <laughs> Couldn't you tell? This whole time. No, it's true. <laughs> No wonder I didn't trust her. What? Wait, what? <laughs> All right. So she turns, she turns, and then she, like, I, okay. I'm thinking of this as like a film noir. Oh yeah. So it's like it's it's dark, and the light there's light coming from different angles, mm-hmm. and the light from like the parlor is dark, mm-hmm. but there's a light in the lobby. Mm-hmm. So as she turns, and then the and then the flickering, from the, the flickering fire. from the fire. So her back is to you as she she turned from you as she said that. Yeah. And then her face tilts slightly, so you see her in profile. Yeah. And it's a dark profile. Yeah. And she says, "Merry Christmas," and she leaves out <laughs> the room out of the room. Wow! Nice. <laughs> now that's an exit. <laughs> so I'll look over at Siraj. How's he doing? Is he still kneeling? He's still in kind of a. Yeah, he's kind of curled up. So I'll walk over. Wait, he's like he's like curled up. He's well, he's like is he crumpled he's, up? He's crumpled. So he's like like you're on your knee. If you're on your knees and then you went back like to sit back on your feet, mm-hmm. he's in that kind of a position with his head down. With his head down and his hands on the tops of his thighs. Oh, okay. So I'll just walk over to him. Now I'll put a hand out. And he looks up at you, and you see this, like, this gash. Yeah. It looks so angry. Oof. Man, they've got a kinky relationship. All right, so, uh, yeah, just I'm holding my hand out. Yeah. Looking very sanctified. Mm-hmm. So he takes your hand and looks up, and he's looking at you. If it's over, and she says it's over, then it's over. Good. It's over. (laughs) I'm sure you just literally mean that about the book, and you're not speaking of anything else. Okay. So So he uh, stands up. He stands up, okay. And he, again, brushes off his suit, straightens his tie, straightens Uh his jacket. Uh He's looking down at you and says, So what now? What now, indeed? Where are you bound? This place isn't very hospitable for me. Or my fellow clan... Clans... People. (laughs) Kinfolk? Um, No, those those are werewolves. My fellow kindred. (laughs) Kindred, yes. My fellow kindred. Ultra Tremere kindred. Yes. Others of my... Of my blood. Of my blood. Others of my blood. And so we'll be heading east. That's where we that is where we dwell. So I uh across the room. The only witness to all of this was Black Jack the cat. <sighs> uh, he has a little green collar with a gold bell on it. Nice. He witnessed it. He was all curled up on, on the Victorian couch that's on the opposite side of the, mm-hmm. the room, watching warily since, uh, although he's cool with me, yeah, didn't really like the other two. No. So I want to reassure him a little bit. So 
so I've crossed the room mm-hmm. and I, I just kind of bundle him up into my arms mm-hmm. I'm holding him and petting him. He starts to purr. And I turn back to look at Siraj and I say, whoever stole that first page is going to know what was in that book. And they may know that I read it. Do you think I'm in danger? It's hard to say. Well, better safe than sorry. Yeah, with it being destroyed, that is for the best. In terms of seeing into your mind, you are fairly protected. It seems. Yes, my auntie's always said I was a willful little child. Well, it's something more than that. There's, it was hard. I was trying to dominate you as you were running up the stairs with the book, and you didn't respond. And I'm pretty powerful with that. So, <laughs> frankly, I'm not quite sure. Uh, you know, I think you're. I think you're better protected than you think you might be. Hmm. So I'll let Blackjack down. Okay, he runs out of the room. Not scared, but just yeah, like just trots out of here. Yeah. I have a box of sand to poop in. <laughs> box of clay. <laughs> um. And then I just straighten up and look at him, and I say, "Well." Don't let me delay you any longer. He nods. And... That number you gave me, is that... A number I can call anytime? No. That's my number for here, but... There's ways of getting in touch with me. Send me a postcard, wherever you end up. I will. We may end up going to Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I see. A lot of smoke and mirrors there. Mm, so I understand. Mm. So I, I walk back over. Mm-hmm. And I extend my hand. He takes it. I shake shakes his hand. it. His hand is giant, you know, compared yeah, to yours. Your hand is. is dwarfed by his hand. <laughs> he shakes it. I say, uh... I say, well... We'll always have Topanga Canyon. (laughs) So he... It takes a while for that to register. Yeah. And he says... Hmm. Yes. Uh, There was a lesson there. Happy New Year. And he walks away. Hmm. Leaves the building. All right. And I think I will then... Walk over to one of the overstuffed armchairs, mm-hmm. flop down in it, <laughs> tuck my feet up, and just kind of lean on the big uh, arm of the chair with my arms folded on the arm and my chin resting, mm-hmm. staring at the fire, thinking, hmm. thinking about things. So as you're sitting there, some people are coming into the parlor with gifts. 
because mm. there's a tree in there. Mm. So they're putting, they're like, oh, hi, Charlotte. Mm. And they're putting gifts under the tree. They're putting little gifts in the stockings. Oh, yeah, it was Christmas Eve, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I thought it was Christmas. And so I don't think it was. Wait. We're going to go ahead and say it was Christmas Eve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's cool. So, uh, yikes. I think it was Christmas night. Let's leave it at Christmas night. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, never mind. Never mind. So, nobody's coming in. No, I mean, people can still come in. They just won't be putting presents Well, no, they're not. They're just kind of, you know. It's, it's getting quieter in the building. Okay. Okay. So. Thinking about what my next move's going to be. All right. So, my nature is survivor. Mm-hmm. And... With that page missing, I feel personally like Siraj and Mazarim, I'd be like, well, done and dusted. You know, like, don't have to worry about that anymore. But I don't feel so confident about that because somebody ripped that page out. Somebody found the book, ripped out that front page, put the book back. I mean, that's, that's, that's almost worse than the book getting stolen. So, that makes me nervous. That makes me think that whoever did that is going to be coming back. However, I do agree with the Glimmer Twins because... (laughs) Because um, it does feel like that, that little arc, if you will wrapped up yeah you know like i found the book i found out what was in the book Mm -hmm. i decided what to do about the book and i destroyed the book Mm -hmm. let me see here just checking my goals Mm -hmm. all right get siraj and mazarin to talk to each other i'd manage that Read rest of the book. Find out who uh, ripped out page. I did read the rest of the book. However, I've not found out who ripped out the page. And then find Riley and settle up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, that one, I don't know. At this point, I mean, if I were to run into the guy, Mm -hmm. I might have a few questions for him. But I really feel like once I made that decision about the book, I mean, the book represented vengeance. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. So I threw that in the fire. Yeah. So I feel like if I were to see Riley again, it's not like I would be doing it to extract vengeance from him or anything. What What would you be doing it for? See, that's what I don't know. It's still weighing on you? That's what I'm wondering, whether it is or not. Hmm. If anything, well, see, I was going to say, oh, I should try and free uh, the Rat Queen and Lobo. But then I'm remembering. Where are they? Yeah, where are they, first of all? Secondly, I'm remembering how Joe was, where she's like, I want to go back. That's like all mm-hmm. I've ever known. So, yeah, she's a Malkavian. That's true. But what the fuck is a Rat Queen going to do? I mean, Lobo maybe wants to run wild and free and bark at the moon. But. 
Don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. No, we don't. So, so that's that's a minor goal. Okay. You know, it's like a, uh, if I find the guy, yeah, I just I don't even know at this point. Hmm. What I would do. So do we want to iris out on you? Yeah, yeah. The fire. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You can think more as you go along. Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. So. Mm-hmm. Iris out. Yep. Do you head down the stairs at some point? I'm sure I do, yeah. Okay, and you are... Oh, I was expecting a time jump. <laughs> oh, there is. Oh. <laughs> oh, there is. Oh, there is. So am I, uh, am I up to herd five at this point? Yes. Is that what's going on? Yes. All right. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I don't have a mentor anymore. Oh. Oh, who's your, who was your mentor? Uh, Joe. Oh, she was? I thought she was just your like retainer or something. No, she wasn't my retainer since I was uh, her uh, thrall or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, if Mazarin has outed herself as my champion, mm-hmm. then let's see. What would be the best be the best background? We can just swap that out, you know. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. All right, so jump forward a couple days. Mm-hmm. It is Monday the 27th. Actually, mentor still applies. It's a kindred or group of kindred who looks out for you. Okay. Yep, offering guidance or aid mm-hmm. once in a while. There we go. Booyah. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, is she an elder, though? Would she count as being an elder? Yes. Or is she an ancilla? She is, um, well, what's an elder again? Uh, like 300 years or more. more. Yeah, she's an elder. All right. Two-point mentor. Yeah. Ding, ding. Yep. All right, so how many days passed? So, two days have passed. It's Monday the 27th. Okay. And it's a new night. All right. And... That's weird. Okay. What? I shouldn't say that. What's that? It's all right. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that shouldn't be. Yeah. Okay. Huh. That's, that is weird. Okay. So, mm-hmm. the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. It is almost five o'clock. Okay. And you rise from your torpor. Rise from my grave. What do you do? What's your usual routine? Well, I figure... Um, the herd comes around, right? Yeah, so Bernard is um, usually waiting for you at the top of the stairs. Mm. And he checks in with you to see what you would like to do. Mm-hmm. If you want to, whatever you want to do. If you want to have a service, how often are you conducting your services? I'm thinking like three times a week. Okay. So we haven't even gotten to that point yet. But no. that's your that's what you've discussed with him. Right. And he right. says, yeah, that, I can I can help with that. Mm-hmm. So it's after a service. Okay. So your blood pool... Um, I'm just maintaining it. Okay. The Do you want to increase level. it a little bit? Uh, if I could. Should yeah. I make a hunting roll to see how make well... Make a hunting roll and see how well you do. Because you have a session. You had a session the night before on mm-hmm. the 26th. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, yeah. Um, let's see how well it went. What did we decide on? Charisma plus expression? Uh, ooh. Ha, ha, he, he, he forget what system we um do. let's just do that charisma plus expression hmm. 
You said it's been two nights uh, since the last since we left off. Yes, two nights. All right, so I get two willpower back. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I've heard of five. So difficulty two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the power. Oh my god. The power. So five successes. Great. So five blood points. Mm-hmm. All right. Or D10. Mm-hmm. You think D10 would be better than number of successes? or mm. Roll D10 and see what it says. Yeah, why the hell not? Could be one. Mm-hmm. It's a five. <laughs> womp, <laughs> okay. Womp. All right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great, man. Okay, great. Finally. So, so you're seeing new faces every time. Okay. Uh, some faces you don't see again. Uh-huh. But... There's always somebody new. There's always someone who needs something. Mm-hmm. Someone who is ailing. And uh, so that happened the night before. Okay. So you arise. Chicken arise. Chicken arise. Mm-hmm. And you... Uh, Bernard's waiting for you at the top of the stairs. Yep. So I... Uh, I still I still wear a nightgown. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so I put on my robe mm-hmm. and I walk out. What color? What does the nightgown look like? What does the robe look like? Well, the nightgown, as we established, is your classic mm-hmm. old school nightgown with a little mm-hmm. frilly mm-hmm. Um, smock. Yeah, smock and uh, and all that mm-hmm. full sleeves. Mm-hmm. Are they kind of puffy? A like little puffy. Ruffled at the a little edges. ruffled at the edges. Yeah. And uh, the robe. Um, the robe is probably a floor-length silk, mm-hmm. sort of kimono-style robe, mm-hmm. you know, that I probably picked up in the 30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, put that on, walk out, see Bernard. Yeah. Top of the stairs. Good evening, Bernard. Good evening. There's a uh, there's a gentleman here to see you. Oh. Very well. Um, is he waiting in the parlor? Yes. Let him know I'll be up momentarily. Oh, we'll do. So he rushes off. <laughs> yes, Mom. <laughs> Straight arms back. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Isn't that what Moss does at the. Oh, yeah. He does that? I think so. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so I think meeting a guest. Most of my wardrobe right now is teen casual. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> but I think I've definitely also invested in a couple nice nice outfits. Nicer dresses. outfits, dresses. Or little suits. <laughs> a little, little uh, power suit. Uh-huh. No, I think dresses for okay. sure. But they're um, like classic 60s style. Yeah. Short. A-line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, or do you want like maxi dresses? Like they had minis and maxis too. Well, I definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, it'd be something like down to. You know, I want to look age appropriate. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like I don't want to look like some, I don't want to show up like wearing like a thirteen-year-old size uh, adult wardrobe. I <laughs> no, mean, that I would, know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of over my my sartorial hangups at this okay. point. All right. Since uh, since my my bloodening in mm-hmm. the uh, in Topanga Canyon. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think I'm okay with something that's like just above the knees mm-hmm. with knee socks, mm-hmm. 
probably blue velvet Mm -hmm. dress okay you know white cuffs Mm -hmm. and um yeah okay nice nice patent leather shoes how are you wearing your hair um probably neatly combed with a little clip Mm -hmm. you know off to the side side part side part yeah okay Yep. Finish up in the mirror. What kind of shoes? Patent leather shoes, as I say. Um, I mean, do I have any jewelry? You you mentioned jewelry, and it's got me thinking. Mm -hmm. Did I? I didn't really have time to take anything. Oh, trying to cast my mind back to the prelude. Well, but Starbuck gave you a bracelet too. He did. (laughs) It was a a weird little hippie bracelet. Mm -hmm. Um, nonetheless. I think I even wrote it down. Uh, bound to Joe, no longer. I didn't write it down. It had the little, um, the little um, white gold thing in it, right? Yeah, it was a white gold like cuff bracelet with a uh, a circle of a blue cabochon of lapis lazuli. My goodness. Mm-hmm. So it's like this royal blue with veins of gold in it. Damn. It's very beautiful. <laughs> it's making me think of the one time, well, one of the very few times I've uh, convinced you to, you know, play D&D. And I was like saying like, all right, so the treasure hoard's got like uh, eight gems in it. You're like, what kind of gems? <laughs> and I like go through and describe every uh, single one. Yep. That's right. You're a gem fanatic. All right. So. I like sparkly things. Yeah. Just like my game science dice. That's right. So, um, I'll put that on. You put that on mm-hmm. with it? Okay. Mm-hmm. It goes with the outfit. Naturally. So, you head up the stairs. Up I go. All right. Into the parlor. Into the parlor. Parlor. The parlor is lit. Mm-hmm. This parlor is lit. <laughs> no, not like that. Oh, okay. But it's, um, the lamps are on and there's some people bustling around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like not even dinner time yet. Right. Yeah. And so you walk into the parlor and you see Consuela. Okay. And she's wearing a purple dress similar to yours, like short, very mini short skirt. Much shorter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. With a purple uh, turtleneck sweater mm. and a little copper belt around her waist. <laughs> and she, her hair is flowing down her back it's mm. actually grown a lot since you saw her last mm. um not like a couple days out. ago but she's growing her hair out <laughs> right and she has like a little uh copper headband in. oh and there's been no sign of bad bad i take it no yeah right. and <laughs> it's like it's like oh no she was drinking blood knock in the dining room when you came out of the parlor on christmas night <laughs> all right go on no all right. Well, you, so haven't cop- seen her, you haven't seen her yet. I haven't seen her yet. Copper headband. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She has some bangle bracelets mm-hmm. on. And she's wearing the, her white boots. Of course. And she's talking to this young man who's tall. Mm-hmm. He's very good looking. Okay. He has dark brown hair and darker brown eyes. Okay. And he looks very, he looks very friendly. Hmm. Present, oh, presence what? <laughs> Perception plus awareness. <laughs> presents what why did i say that i don't know he doesn't have presents shut <laughs> oh, don't torment me you tormentor tormentor la tormenta mm-hmm. difficulty of what 
Six. Two. Four. Six successes. What? What? Sorry. <laughs> My scoffing was just too you much sc- for the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Okay. So that's a kindred. Yeah. Talking to Consuela. And what, what's his apparent age? His apparent age is early 20s. Dark hair, dark eyes, you said? Mm-hmm. Tall. Tall. How's handsome. he dressed? He's wearing this, like, sky blue polyester suit, like, like with mm. a very floral uh, dress shirt. Yeah. And, like, a yellow tie. Ugh. <laughs> and, yeah, not very attractive, but he pulls it off. Right. Right. But it's just... It's those Italian loafers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it really pulls the whole outfit Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. So they're talking animately, and as you walk up... All right. Um, Consuela looks... She's just looking at him. Yeah. She's just sort of amazed. Mm-mm. And he looks and turns and looks at you. And... And says, I say... Uh, well, hello there. I say, hello, Consuelo. Who's your friend? So she, it's like she can barely hear you. Uh, She's still just completely in his thrall. <sighs> okay. So I look back at him. Yeah, she's like little stars in her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look back at him and I put my hand out. Charlotte Winchester, pleased to meet you. Oh, hello. Uh, yes, I, uh, see that, uh, I appreciate you coming up to meet with me. I hope I didn't disturb you. Not at all. Okay. Well, uh, I am... To what do I... <laughs> oh, the pleasure of your visit, Mr. Stop it! No, don't! Stop it! Please stop it. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Smith. <laughs> My name is Sam Smith. <laughs> God help me. Uh, John, John Smith at your service. My name is Nicholas Reed. Nicholas Reed. Why is that familiar? <laughs> All right. I hope it's not familiar, but... Okay. Nicola. Mm-hmm. Mr. Reed, to what do I owe the pleasure of your visit? Well, I've been hearing about your meetings. I see. And his eyes sort of flicker with something. Energy, humor, mischief, you don't know. Mm, I may, if I can auspex his ass. Oh, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can do that. Go for it. Go for uh, it. Go for it. Go for it. Uh-huh. Uh, three successes. Okay. Yep. So three successes means that you can detect the colors, not the patterns, though, right? That's right. Uh, no, I can... Recognize main color and color patterns, but not subtle shifts or mixtures. Okay. So you see gold. Okay. Gold, of course, is spiritual. 
green. All these spiritual vampires around here. I know. He's obsessed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And dark blue. Dark blue. Suspicious. What's the dominant of those three? Gold. Okay. So he says, I um, I would love to hear more about your treatments or services, as Bernard called them. But I'm actually here on another errand. And he hands you this gold envelope. Mm. It has, if you turn it over, there's a wax seal on it, and it's of um, a two-headed snake. Hmm. And the wax is like with gold. The, with the heads meeting each other? Mm-mm. Okay, good. I was concerned it was Tulsa Doom. Go on. <laughs> oh, like the, the head splits in two. <laughs> You're really concerned about that. <gasps> Tulsa Doom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, hey, who wouldn't want to meet James Earl Jones? I ask you. <laughs> well, not like that. No. <laughs> I don't want to meet him in that incarnation. So. Uh, uh Yes. Only for hair tips. Flesh is stronger <laughs> than steel. Oh my god. Alright, so Alright. So Uh so the the head is split. It's like a split. It's a split head. Split head. Yep. Okay. And the wax is I said it was gold, but it's a dark forest green. It's opalescent. Oh the wax is. The wax. Yeah, you didn't say the wax was gold. Oh okay. Yeah. I thought it You meant. said the envelope was gold. The envelope's gold. Yeah. And on the front it does say Charlotte Miss Charlotte Winchester mm. in a beautiful black. Mm scrawling or sprawling scrawl scrawl (laughs) so like perfect calligraphy perfect calligraphy Uh miss charlotte winchester (laughs) with a little Mm -hmm. underneath. and he says i won't bother you ladies any further but i hope you will read the contents of this message and perhaps i will see you later and he he takes Consuela's, one of Consuela's hands in two of his hands and says, it was a pleasure meeting you. And she just like, it's like something like ripples through her. Uh-huh. And he, before you know it, he's gone. Poor Max. And Consuela then like, she's like holding her head. Yeah. And she says, what was that? Come sit down. Have a seat. So she just plops down on one of the couch, on the couch. Yeah. Is there like a, a punch bowl or anything on the side sideboard? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but she's just kind of sitting there like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, I'll just um. I'll just say, uh, uh, stay right there, and then I'll I'll dash across the hall. Miss Acevedo around. Yeah. Mrs. Acevedo, Consuela is uh, feeling a little woozy. Can you? Hmm? Can you get um, something from the kitchen for her to drink? Oh, um, just go in the kitchen yourself. You can get her some hot chocolate or something. I don't know. Perfect. Thank you. So, yeah. Worst mom ever. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> Got about a million other I know. She's that. like, this is the least. I'm like, my daughter's like probably having cramps or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. So I'll return with the hot chocolate. <laughs> All right. So Consuela looks much better by the time you get back. Mm-hmm. She's like, ooh, hot chocolate. So she <laughs> starts drinking it. She's like, what is that? What's in that envelope? That looks really fancy. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like a invitation of some sort, maybe. So Bernard walks in yeah. and says, "Who was that?" He said his name's Nicholas Reed. Hmm. Strange. Yeah, he gave me this. Well, he told. Oh, well, he told me that he had heard about your uh, your services. 
Yes, he said the same to me. I suppose it's inevitable. So I'll uh, break the seal. All right. So you open it up, mm-hmm. and inside is this creamy ivory parchment, but it feels like it's like handmade paper. Ooh. Like it was made from papyrus or, you know, uh-huh. like actual, like real. It, the paper feels alive. Ooh. I guess that feels creepy, but I think it's cool. <laughs> It feels like it's uh, quivering under my touch. Yes. I see. And so you see the same type of um, scrawl. Mm-hmm. At the top, you can see it's bordered with, again, that snake, the double-headed snake motif. Yeah. And it says, Cassandra Kavanaugh has cordially invited you. Hey, go on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Don't do that. Please, please continue. Cassandra Kavanaugh. <laughs> Kavanaugh. Let's start that again. Uh-huh. Cassandra Kavanaugh has cordially invited you to attend a New Year's party to honor the snake god, the festival <laughs> of Nebuchadnezzar. Wait. Nehebukau. Nehebukau. Uh-huh. N-E-H-E-B-K-A-U. Wow. Yeah. Nehebukau. Okay. Okay. Celebrate the snake god? Is that what you say? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, think <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't help myself. <laughs> I say, uh... Consuelo's like, that sounds fun. I don't know, Consuelo. This sounds like one of those weird those weird uh, little cults that have been springing up around here lately. Like that family that runs a vegetarian restaurant on Hollywood Boulevard. You're oh, the Source family? Yeah. Oh, we still gotta go to that restaurant. Yeah, well... We gotta get Max to go, too. That's gonna be amazing. Yeah, should be something. <sighs> and then I'm also thinking about the last time. She's like, this should be fun. I went to fucking Pacific Ocean Park. <laughs> like, you have horrible instincts. She's your friend. And we're done. <laughs> I'm not going to top that. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Why I oughta... <laughs> so, you see this this, this oh. writhing, this wiggling, writhing invitation in your hands. <laughs> is, the, is the writing snake-like? No. No, no, sure. There's a snake motif, motif on it. Motif. Yeah. Motif. <laughs> Is there a little, a little cartoon snake in the upper left-hand corner that's saying from the desk of Cassandra Kavanaugh? That's a pretty good one. Yeah. But no. No. Um, dumb stuff I got to do today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> okay. So it says that it will be at um, the party will take place at. The illustrious mm-hmm. Amazingly Beautiful <laughs> Grauman's Egyptian Theater. Ooh. In Los Angeles. Wow, they California. Went to that yes, they sure did. Grauman's Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> they have the Chinese, they have the Egyptian. Yes, I know. 
Oh, sh- <laughs> it's a lame model. <clears throat> yes. Hmm. So that is where it is taking place. And the time. It's a New Year's Eve party. It's a New Year's Eve party. So, so it's like 10. 10. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll just tuck that back in the envelope. Oh, all right. So it's the 27th. Yep. The night of the 27th. Hmm. New Year's Eve is on December 31st. You don't say. Desiree's birthday <laughs> is in between those two days. Not for another ten years. (laughs) Ten long years. (laughs) Isn't that weird? Yep. That freaks me out. Does it? All right. So. Mm. Well, that's a poser. (laughs) Okay. Go on. Hi. That's all all I got. No. And we're done. And we're done. (laughs) All right. So. I'm going to ask Consuela. Uh, it's, your, it's your chronicle, man. I'm thinking. I'm, me, laying, I'm laying stuff out there. Just give me some space to think. That's all. Just want to have time to think. Think my think, thoughts. Think my thoughts. Go. So I'm going to I'm gonna put the uh, invitation back in the envelope. Hmm. I'm thinking to myself. But in order to kind of distract her as I kind of tuck the envelope under my leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, under your leg? Yeah, like we're sitting on a couch. Yeah. So just a little, All right. you know, okay. under the thigh. Um, just to get it out of sight. Mm-hmm. And then that way I won't forget it either because it'll be right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll just, I'll just say, um, I'll say, uh, well, it seemed like you and uh, Mr. Reed were really hitting it off. Mm. And so she drinks more hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, he was a cute, cute guy yes he is very mm-hmm. attractive yeah super handsome he looks like a he kind of reminded me of uh uh a person who is popular right now <laughs> uh some guy steve who's, mcqueen <laughs> no he's blonde he's blonde no um, um he Anthony reminds Quinn. me of no <laughs> god no he reminds me of Johnny Unitas. Oh, stop it. <laughs> he really reminds me of like a combination between Tony Curtis and James Gardner. Oh. Handsome. <laughs> so I just feel like, yes, I, that's pretty, yeah. No, James Gardner is so handsome. That's fair. Anyway. Yeah, he was just really handsome, and he just started talking to me. So I, I don't know. I just thought it would be fun to talk with him, and so we started talking, and and she keeps drinking her hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine Bernard just kind of standing off to the side with his hands clasped in front of him. <laughs> He's he is your man at arms. That's right. He's my manservant. Yes. All right. So um, yeah, I'll just I'll just kind of keep the combo. Light, I'll say, uh, um, well, what are your plans for New Year's Eve, Consuela? I don't really have any. My mom probably won't let me out. Hmm. I'm thinking, like, that's for the best. No, no. What? I want to go. Oh, we should go to this party together. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't you want to go? Come on. Yes, I mean, it's intriguing. It's more than intriguing. It's like, it's an adventure. I mean, I know your last adventure didn't go very well, and you were gone for weeks on end, but still, this is just a party. <laughs> just a party. Mm. But who's Cassandra Kavanaugh? No idea. And so Bernard chimes in, and he says, Actually, I think I've seen her name around town. Oh, yes? Yeah, she, uh... She runs a special sp spiritual courses, she says, hmm. pertaining to Egyptian iconography and gods and goddesses. Oh, so she's a scholar of sorts. Uh, maybe. I don't know what her credentials are, but she's probably an expert. So this makes sense that she'd have a party like this. Maybe I'll head over to the library tomorrow night and see what I can find out. Hmm. What day is it? Uh, it is Monday. Good, so they'll be open tomorrow. Actually, they're probably open right now. Well, if you'll excuse me then. <laughs> what? I want to go with you. To the library? Yeah. Oh, very well. Yeah. Let's go. Seems like she's warmed up to me a little bit. What do you mean? She's been a little cool to me after I got back. Because yeah. she felt like I would uh, ditched her. Okay. She was you, mad. You didn't see what she saw. No, I didn't. So. But she doesn't have a vampire either. Well. Or does she? Or does part of her? To the library! <laughs> You're not going to find your answers there in your fancy books. That's the fourth time I've made that joke. So. At least. You head to the <laughs> library. <laughs> Do you go on Angel's Flight to go down to the... No! <laughs> so you're walking along the street. Oh, by the way, <laughs> where did I see this? You have your little coats on. Might have been on the Tumblers oh. or some other site mm -hmm. that had some pictures on it. Mm. No, I don't think it was Tumblr. It was someplace totally random. It was just a bunch of like photos of various and sundry things. What? And there was a photo of those twins that I cast for the Blount Sisters. Oh, no. I was like, ugh! Did you seriously freak yourself out? Well, I was just like, ah, there they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll take the long way around. Okay. And, of course, grab our jackets before we head out. I'm sure it's a chilling 55 degrees or so outside. Mm -hmm. Maybe even 50. No. No. <laughs> no, it's definitely like 58. Yeah. Yeah, it's December 27th. So. It's 58 degrees, slight breeze, overcast. All right. All right. Nothing. Nothing. But nonetheless, we'll grab our, yeah. our pea coats or what have you mm -hmm. and uh, head out. Are you heading in the direction of a particular antique store or no? I think that's our usual route, yes. Mm -hmm. So you're making your way down the street. Although I'm wondering what, how Consuelo is going to view Max now, now that she's met Mr. Reed. That's a good question. Why, do you think Consuela likes Max? Yes. Oh, really? They hang out all the time. Yeah, they could be friends. It's a Ron and Hermione thing. <laughs> Which one's Ron? <laughs> that remains to be seen. 
So as you're walking by... You'll find uh, out on their wedding night. Uh, go... <laughs> what? What? The, what is going on? So you're walking past uh, the About Time yes. antique store. Yes. And you see Max in the window mm. arranging some new items to display. Okay. And so Consuela taps on the glass. Mm-hmm. And he looks up. Mm-hmm. And says, oh, wait, wait. Like, mm-hmm. wait for me. Mm-hmm. So he comes out after a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, where are you going? And he's putting a windbreaker on. Oh, okay. He's wearing like a, sweat, a turtleneck sweater mm-hmm. and some flared, uh, you know, black pants. The turtleneck sweater is uh, like a navy blue. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? The windbreaker's like yellow. <laughs> <laughs> to the library. Uh, sure, let's go. Come on. I got to get out of the store. So he yells back. He's like, I'll be back. I'll be back in a couple hours. Yeah. Like, oh. No. He closes the door. All right. Off to the go. library. To the, to the book depository. Okay. So right. you head to the library. Mm-hmm. You make it there. Okay. I'm wondering if they had a commissary at that time. At the library? Mm-hmm. They do now. Oh, I don't know. They did back in the 90s. Oh, man. Okay. Anyway. Um... But none of my concern. I'm just thinking about my human friends. Well. How they haven't had dinner yet. Right. So I assume she wouldn't want to go. I don't think so, sweetie. Okay. So, um. Hmm. I don't think so. All right. Is All there right. a hot dog vendor outside, maybe? No. Really? It's, no. <laughs> In the middle of winter? No. There's plenty of diners around. That's true. All right. Well, they're open late. Mm-hmm. All right. So I say uh, I, I won't. I shouldn't be too long. Uh, and then, if you want, you can grab some dinner. Sure. Yeah. 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 So they're looking around at different books and magazines and stuff. Yeah, off they go. All right. I am going to uh, find the uh, reference desk. Okay. And uh, yeah, I really wonder what the uh, layout of the library was in the sixties. Hmm quite different now mm-hmm. anyway um probably wasn't six six stories or however how much it is now mm-hmm. um anyway i'll find a reference desk yes yes hello i need... so remember that old lady that yelled at you yes it's her how could i forget mm-hmm. so she looks at you somewhat suspiciously oh please i'm gonna put on my sanctified airs yes. Charisma <laughs> and expression. Whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 hey. And I am sanctimonious. Yeah, you so are. So, what's the uh, what's my difficulty? <laughs> difficulty is five. Two successes. All right. And she is hard to crack. Yeah, she softens slightly and says, Yes, little girl, how can I help you? Little girl, rip your head off. Um. <laughs> What do you say that? No. You think it? You wouldn't think it. I don't. No, no you're soft-hearted. I, I think things I would never say. No, I don't think I even think it. That's that right. That was just me as a player. Right. Um, hey, you're the one who wanted to play a little girl. A little salubri, no less. A little salubri. The littlest salubri. Don't worry, I'll play a Tremere next. and. Uh, I'm not running that. And then you'll see. <laughs> Good. You'll all see. Great. I'll just be throwing game girls at you the whole time. Gangrels, gangrels work for me. Wrong. Actually, I'll I'll need gangrel parts to make my gargoyles. But anyway, <laughs> I know. That's a whole other issue. Oh no. 
Uh. <laughs> oh, good. I needed a gangrel. <laughs> <laughs> it was fresh out. Fresh out of gangrel. So, um, so I say, yes, I need, I would like to uh, examine yes, yes. some. Seriously. Is she really doing that? No. Alright, I would like to examine your microfiche files uh, hmm. for um, I'm looking for details on a, a local person of some note by the name of Cassandra Cavanaugh. Hmm. She's uh, gives talks on Egyptian history and mythology and that sort of thing. Just wondering if there's been okay. any articles about her. Um, Yes, uh, sure. So she directs you where to go and mm -hmm. how to do a search and all that stuff. To the card catalog. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, so I roll library use. Right. <laughs> God. No, academics, That's going to be, yeah, that's going to be intelligence plus academics. Okay. Difficulty? Difficulty is a six. Hmm. Whoa. Ah, frickin' one. Ah. Boo. Nonetheless, three successes. Whoa! You're still complaining about three. I almost had four. Boo-hoo-hoo. So, you see a lot um, on oh. her. You also see uh, there are some articles, some other things about, like, the Kavanaugh's come up in oh. general. Hmm. And you see images of a family in Los Angeles hmm. for a while. You see pictures of the family. You see... How do you mean? Of, of the Kavanaugh family. So you see a man... They're like in the paper? In the paper. Uh-huh. Talking about a photography business. Oh. That they have. And um, you can go and get your pictures taken. Uh-huh. And this is from when? This is from the 1900s. Uh-huh. Okay. And you see um, a man and a woman. And you see some children. Uh-huh. And uh, there's like an older daughter... And two little boys, mm. and then a little little baby, like a girl baby, you think. Older daughter, two little boys, and a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you don't see anything else about that family or that name, really, that come up mm. that's significant until um, 1965, mm. where you see the specific name, Cassandra Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. Cassandra Kavanaugh. <laughs> comes up and that there's a a new temple opening in Hollywood hmm. run by Cassandra and that many people were following uh, this were, were joining were, were wanting to learn from her about the ways of the Egyptians and the different um, deities they worshipped and she was she's offering talks and when you see a picture of there's a picture of her mm. and you can see her she's in the middle of like giving a talk yeah and she looks very much like that older girl mm -hmm. in that picture from the 1900s long red hair mm -hmm. and in fact as you rifle through your rolodex of your little brain there rolodex of hate yeah you see you remember uh, Karen Anatos's funeral, uh, and you remember there was a young woman yeah. in the crowd who gave you some daggers. In oh the form no! Of some looks. 
shit, that's and right. She was with a group of people who were trying to entertain her and amuse oh, her. Yeah. And she she met eyes with you. I feel like Jen right now. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that doesn't that doesn't help me feel any better. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's one of those one of those new agey kind of places. Yeah. Or maybe like a Rosicrucian. Yeah, it's been outfit. going on for a couple of years now. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. So the story checks out. <laughs> <laughs> but she's definitely a canite. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And my one <laughs> and I have encountered her hmm. and it wasn't great. Well, you didn't talk to her. She just looked at you. Hatefully. Maybe she just has like a, just kind of that kind of a look on her face. A hateful look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. I didn't do an aspects reading of she her. She could have been sad and devastated about Karen's passing. Mm, mm, mm. Right. <laughs> Who wasn't? Oh, uh, yeah. It was tragic. Mm-hmm. Tragic. Well, okay. Okay. So Max walks up and mm. says, what are you reading? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he snuck up on you. Did he really? Uh, let's find out. So he bet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just for funsies. Mm-hmm. Just for funsies. No, he didn't. Okay. So he says that and he kind of leans down and is looking mm-hmm. over your shoulder. You ever heard of this woman, Max? Perception plus alertness. Oh, shit. <laughs> Difficulty? Difficulty six. Three. I rolled six, six, six. Oh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that means nothing. So. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I remembered something funny I saw in Herman's head. All right, go on. So, Max, you hear him clear his throat and say, well, yeah, my aunt's talked about her a couple times. Has she? Mm. I should probably talk to her then. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I think she's coming to the shop once, really? actually, as he's like looking more at her picture. Yeah. Wasn't she at the funeral that we went to? She was. She was. Hmm. Well, anyway. Oh, yeah. Did you find something? Oh, no. Just kind of looking at some different, you know, college books. Books about different colleges. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Thinking of getting out of here. Well, that's... It's in like a couple of years, but I just am really looking forward to checking out new places. It's understandable. Hmm. So have you, have you uh, told Consuela? Oh, yeah. She's okay with that? Yeah, she's going to be applying for college, too. She probably will get into UCLA, knowing her. Mm. Yeah, she probably will. Here she comes now. Yeah, so she runs up. Yeah. She's like, are you guys ready to go? I'm hungry. Yeah, let's go. Let's head out. All right. So you head out of the library, mm-hmm. and the librarian waves at you with little fingers, finger <laughs> wave. I'll Goodbye, give- dear. Goodbye. Thank you for your help. Thank you. Excellent. 
<laughs> she shows up at the next uh, the next uh, <laughs> congregation. You never know. <laughs> so make a perception plus alertness. Ooh. What am I? What am I doing? Sixes. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Wow, you're rolling really well tonight. I am. No uh, complaints. You see a hot dog vendor? No, I'm kidding. Uh. <laughs> So as you're walking down the street, yeah. you see a flyer on a telephone pole. Okay. And it has, it's on blue paper, mm-hmm. and it's crudely drawn, and it says, hmm. healing, <laughs> oh, fuck. serenity, peace, and it has an eye written on, drawn on it. Oh, shit. And it has... The next meeting, um, please contact yeah. this phone number. Yeah. Oh, man. And the phone number, yeah, you haven't seen that before. No, but I bet if I call it, Bernard will pick up. <laughs> Bernard Bernardson. <laughs> Bernard Bernardson. <laughs> wow. That tickles me. It really does. All right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, that gets me. All right. Uh-huh. So, uh, because uh-huh. uh-huh. you know, he pronounces it. Anyway. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so they're heading for a diner. Yeah. So I'm going to say, uh, you know, um, I actually mm-hmm. am not that hungry, but I do have some questions for Wilma. So why don't I meet you two back at about time? Sure. And you both enjoy your dinner. Sure. Okay. So they head off. Bye now. So you hear them starting to kind of argue about something. Like, no, I don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> All right. All right. So off I dash to uh, about time. Wow. You need to stop playing with things. Stop it. You're uh, almost uh, knocking over that cup. Uh, and just play with the fan if you must. No. Are you feeling fidgety? Are you I feeling, am feeling fidgety. You're anxious? I am anxious because I'm like, I'm like the, the book thing resolved. So that should be it, right? No. No. <laughs> and I'm genuinely, I am genuinely anxious about this character that I'm going to be interacting with. <laughs> Miss Kavanaugh. Because I know what she's capable of. All right, go on. <laughs> So, before you know it, as you're lost in thought... It's worse to know. All right, go on. You... It's not true. Before you know it, you are in front of about time. Yes, it is. All right, so... They're still open. No, she's closed. What the... Not that late. She's not open till like, 8 o'clock. Oh, all right. I'll go around the back. Okay, you knock. Yep. Okay, uh, Hiram opens the door. Hiram, that was it? No, it wasn't. I'm just saying it. Oh, okay. So I say, uh, good evening, Hiram. He looks down at you and says, oh, what what do you need? Uh, oh, well, I hope I'm not intruding. Oh, no, no, of course. Please come in. So he... <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the last time... every The first time he came around was pretty traumatizing for him. That is true. He was put into a chokehold and... <laughs> Some crazy shit went couldn't down. Couldn't breathe, so... Yeah, well... Uh, so I'm just looks, a harbinger of death. That's, that's all. all. So, <laughs> so he lets you in, and Wilma comes up. She's wearing 
uh, black pants and a, a red sweater with okay. a gold belt. And she's wearing these big gold earrings. Mm, nice. And red lipstick. And she says, Charlotte. Miss Hudson. What do you need? Where's uh, Max? Oh, he's grabbing some dinner with uh, Consuela. Oh, okay. Um, I just had a, I had a question for you. Actually, it uh, came from talking with Max. Oh? So I'll kind of indicate, like, do you mind if I sit? No. She says, go right ahead. Seat myself at the Formica table. <laughs> I received an invitation today. I'll root around in my bag. Mm-hmm. My little uh, leather buckskin bag that mm-hmm. Consuela got for me. Mm-hmm. And get it out. I hand it to her. Oh. Oh. So she reads it. Mm-hmm. Says, oh. Hmm. So she puts the en- invitation back into the envelope. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So Miss Kavanaugh's found you. I see. What does that mean precisely? Mm. How do I put this? Hiram, how would you describe Cassandra? And he, he, you hear him kind of give a rueful laugh and, <laughs> well, uh, territorial? Yes, that, that works. Territorial. Uh, she's very territorial, Charlotte. Hmm. And I've been seeing little flyers around town uh, with uh, something to do with you, I think. Yes, although not of my doing... I have very proactive followers, apparently. Well, you must be doing something right, then. I like to think so. Hmm. I like to think I'm doing a little bit of good in this world. So she's sort of just... She's trying to suppress a laugh at that. Well, what would you recommend, then? Well, she's invited you. Do you think it's... It would be rude not to attend. Do you think I'd be putting myself in danger if I went? You'd be putting yourself and others in more danger if you didn't go. Fair point. Consuela wants to go. I don't think that's wise. Mm, I wouldn't worry too much about... about it. No? No, I mean... She's a... bit of a showboat. She... She likes to perform for the for the crowds. Some of it's some of it's steeped in her beliefs and her religion, but most of it's fake. However, people seem to just eat it up. Oh, I thought she was talking about Consuela. I'm like, oh, what the hell? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cassandra, oh, like, what, sorry, what sorry. This, what is this anti-Catholic propaganda? No, no, Cassandra. <laughs> no, I, I got it. I got okay. it. It clicked in. All right. So she's a showboat. Mm-hmm. Some of her beliefs are genuine, mm-hmm. but most of it's just for show. Mm-hmm. But she, Wilma seems to think she's harmless. Yeah, there will be mortals there. Does Consuela know about you? I thought she did. Did you tell her? She told me. She said that Marguerite told her what I am. Well, Marguerite's a gossip. Right. She could say anything. No, that's true. 
it might be in your best interest to tell her before you go out again. Hmm. That's true. It'll prevent more. If I give her, if I give her enough information that she can make an informed decision, then she can make an informed decision. Do you trust her? If she still wants to go. I do. I do trust her. I don't know what her reaction will be, but I trust her. Well, Max knows. I figured. He's your nephew? In a manner of speaking. I see. Does he imbibe Vitae at all? That's none of your business. Of course. My apologies. Well, thank you for your uh, sage counsel and advice, as always. She nods. Stand up. I won't detain you any longer. Oh, it's never a bother. You just get a little nosy sometimes. (laughs) If you don't mind, I would like to just uh, browse your shelves until Max and Consuela get back. Sure. And so that is what I shall do. Okay. Perception plus awareness. Do, 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 do. Difficulty okay. five. Ooh. Because you've been through these shelves before. True. Okay, three. So you find a book. Um, it's a book on different um, Egyptian hieroglyphs and... Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. See where that would catch my eye. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull it down and see if I can find the information on this snake god. Mm-hmm. Can you give me that name again? Sure. <laughs> you need to spell it out. Uh. Nehabu- find my pencil. There Nehabuka. it is. Neh. N e h e b u k a u. Cow. Nehebukau. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna look up Nehebukau. Okay. So you find a drawing. Mm-hmm. Looks like. That. Like a two-headed snake. Mm-hmm. All right. And and so you see that. Mm-hmm. And that's a glyph that was in his name. It's technically a variation on a glyph that means two arms raised in prayer, but it also resembles a two-headed snake. Right. And so... This god has been depicted in art as a snake with two heads. As a two-headed snake, he's viewed as fierce, being able to attack from two directions, and not having to fear as much confrontations. Hmm. And sometimes it is said that Atum, the chief god in, in that area, had to keep his finger on him to prevent the snake <laughs> god from getting out of control. And alternatively... In areas where Ra was the chief god, it was said that the snake god was one of the warriors who protected Ra 
whilst he was in the underworld during Ra's nightly travel as a sun god under the earth. Hmm. And so, so when... What? Some people are pro-snake and other people anti-snake. Mm-hmm. Big shock. Snake. 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 So when, when this god was seen as a snake, he was also thought to have some power over snake bites, and by extension, other venomous bites, such as those of scorpions, thus sometimes being identified as the son of Sirket, the scorpion goddess of protection against these things. Alternatively, alternatively, as a snake, since he was connected to an aspect of the soul, he was sometimes seen as the son of Renanutet, a snake goddess who distributed the Ren, another aspect of the soul and of the earth on which snakes crawl. And Ka is also the Egyptian word for sustenance and is associated with spirit. Mm-hmm. And so... His name means one who brings together the soul. Since these aspects of the soul were said to bind after death, the god was said to have guarded the entrance of Duat, the underworld. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's also known that... So one thing is that's come up like a little side note mm-hmm. is that the Egyptian onion perfectly evokes the potentialities of Sokar, the underworld inhabitant in the Duat, hmm. therefore intervening in the sudden appearance of um, taking the celestial form of a falcon. And who's that? That's um, that's just onions in general. Onions are connected to <laughs> the maintenance of the heart, protecting the deceased, and it's an instrument of solar rebirth. Ah. Onions were presented to the deceased nostrils to allow them to acquire the new breath of life. <laughs> I'm picturing showing up to the thing with an onion in my bag. <laughs> you tied an onion, tied an onion to your belt. I'm going to tie an onion to my belt. This unfortunately, style at the time. Unfortunately, that was the style at the time when I was immortal. But yeah, not, not, now. not now. No, no. <laughs> so anyway, that's what you learn. All right. And suddenly you hear the you hear the back door open and Consuela and Max are chattering and. Mm-hmm. Saying, oh, hi, hi, Wilma, how are you? Mm-hmm. Etc. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll come out out of the bookstore area. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hi, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, and so, the, oh, hey, hi, Charlotte. How are you? Good. How was dinner? It was great. Um, Max. Hmm. What? It has occurred to me that you've never shown your room to me or Consuela. So he suddenly looks very confused. Yeah. And he looks at Wilma. Yeah. And she looks at him and just shrugs. Yeah. You I'm, can show them your room, Max. It's fine. Well, uh... You can learn a lot about a person by seeing their room. Why, why would we want to go and... We've hung out in Consuela's room all the time. I think it's only fair. All right, fine. So Besides, he... it's chilly outside. Do you really want to walk all the way back to the Parvo Dore? No, says Consuela. <laughs> so you head back up to... There's like a little stairwell. Mm-hmm. And so he leads you up the stairwell, up two flights of stairs... And there's a hallway of those hallway of rooms. Mm. You went into uh, Wilma's office once yes, before, right. and so there's another 
little hallway area and there's another room. So two stories. So we're up on the third or two flights. We're up on the third story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All so right. he opens the door and he kind of looks into his room <laughs> and he's like, uh, it's fine. So when he opens the door, it's actually super neat. Like <laughs> everything's folded up. The books are all order. It's like very orderly. Nice. And so he's like, eh, I don't know. I wondering what, what it would look like. Yeah. It's very, very <laughs> neat and orderly. There's books. There's his desk. He has some homework there, but it's also very neat and structured. Uh-huh. Pencils are like in a little cup. Like everything's, everything's very, the bed is made. His clothes are in a little hamper. Like it's all very neat and mm-hmm. tidy. Mm-hmm. So he has a window facing out on the street. Mm-hmm. 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 And you can see on the window panes that there's um, mist coming in. And so it's beating up on the glass. Okay. How atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm imagining his ceiling's a little angled as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, cool. So I'll be like, oh, Max, you shouldn't be so embarrassed. Show your room off. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just shrugs, takes his jacket off, yeah. puts it on a hook on the back of the door. <laughs> Does he have a record player up here? Mm-hmm. So I'll start, like, kind of thumbing through uh, some of his records. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pick something out. Okay. Yeah. So you're looking through his records, uh, and... Don't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, of course not. <laughs> I always enjoyed excuses to D- DJ a little bit when I was running for you. So. Okay, so you see that there is... A record that you were kind of surprised by mm-hmm. to see. Iggy and the Stooges. <laughs> 1967? That's, that's not, that's not out yet. No. no. <laughs> he might have still been the Iguanas at that point, for all I know. Oh, true. <laughs> I think that's what his band was called. So you see that, and so you decide to put a record on... That is a record. Is it a recent record? Is it one that just came out? It may be one that has just come out and... Earlier this year. Uh, yeah. And you're a little surprised. <laughs> it's Frank Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're kind of surprised by this. Mm-hmm. And... So as you put this record on, you might, I'm going to just role play you a little bit. You get a little mischievous grin. Yeah, yeah. And you hear. As I set the turntable to spin in. Uh-huh. Drop the record. And. Pick up the needle. Uh-huh. Move the needle down. And this comes on. <laughs> it's got the monkeys. Oh, I could hide. <laughs> oh, man. And so he suddenly gets very like. Charlotte, why did you have to pick that one? I, I found this in the street and I just... I found it in the street. Yeah, that yeah. is the lamest teenage yeah. lie. <laughs> and so I just brought it home. Right. I'm surprised you didn't say it belongs to my brother. And so he doesn't have any brothers. I know. But, the, you know, speaking of lame lies. So then... So, All right. So then Consuela just starts giggling. <laughs> She's like, what the heck? The monkeys... <laughs> He's like, no, they're pretty good. Yeah, this is a good song, Consuela. Uh, 
So she's looking through his. She's then she starts. She's like, I gotta get a closer look at this collection. Yeah. So she starts looking at at it uh-huh. and just so yeah. All right. So I, I kind of uh, you know sit down on the side of his bed, mm-hmm. lean back a little bit, and uh, I say, So Consuela, are you still planning? You still want to go to that New Year's Eve thing? Uh, yeah, I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's something um, something I should tell you about before before mm. you decide whether you want to go or not. Mm. <laughs> I kind of I kind of like look at Max to see how he's what he's looking like. He's just kind of like he's like Consuelo's just like like just looking through his record collection, and he's just kind of like God, I want this song to be over. <laughs> So they're just caught up in their teenage... Angst. Yeah. I found it in the street. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> I was walking down the street, and like a car was driving by, and the window rolled down, someone just threw it out of their car, because it was like... <laughs> I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> so, yeah. He's uh, he's just like, uh, in the corner. <laughs> Right. And then he's like, "That's it," and he just turns it off. All right. <laughs> and they find he, and then he like grabs one, like grabs something else. Okay. And so he puts it on instead. All right. And yeah. So it's like that's better. Yes. So uh, so Consuelo is no longer distracted by the records so right. I kind of pat the side of, you know pat the bed at my side okay so she sits down she's like why are you why are you acting like this well I'm just a little worried why the people at the party the people who are throwing the party mm. that gentleman you met earlier tonight mm-hmm and so then, so perception plus alertness. <laughs> uh, assuming difficulty six, that would be two successes. So you, Max is, even though he's kind of rifling through his records, you can tell he's listening really closely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I say that gentleman you met earlier tonight and the the woman who's throwing the party. Hmm. Do you know them? I don't know them. The woman I've seen before. She was at that big funeral we went to a couple months ago. Yeah. There's a lot of people there. I'm surprised you remember. Yeah. Well, she was, um, she was like me. What does that mean? Like what? Like white? <laughs> That's what she says. Ah! Like a white girl? Well, yes, yeah, she is that. She's probably about the same age that I am. What are you talking about? What I mean is, um, well, let me ask you something. You, um, you mentioned to me when we first met, or thereabouts, Mm. that people 
would go missing from the Parvo Doré from time to time. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. People, it's not usual. People come and go all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, there are predators in this world, Consuela. Like what, like kidnappers or like... In a manner of speaking. And there are those who prey upon the weak and the innocent or those who wouldn't be missed if they go missing. So she's just listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I don't have fangs. I can't pop my fangs. You're <laughs> like, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> so... Let me ask you another question, and then I promise I'll come clean with everything that I'm talking about here. Do you remember when we went to see the Jungle Book together? Yeah. You told me that Marguerite told you, and I quote, I believe, what I am. What did you mean by that? Well, I mean, I, I saw you, I mean, I, I remember us going to the movies and I remember watching the movie, but I don't really remember talking about that. I see. Did I say something to hurt your feelings? No, no, not at all. Not at all, my dear. I take your hand. Okay. Your hand's so cold. It is. It's cold as the grave. So she pulls her hand away. Mm. I don't mean to scare you, Consuela, and I would never do anything to hurt you. Well, you are kind of scaring me. Well, the topic at hand is a little scary. I won't lie. What are you talking... So she looks at Max. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What does Max do? He's just, like, staring at you, like, what are you doing? All right. And I look back at him and I say, Wilma said it was okay to tell her. So he just shrugs. So I look back to Consuela. Consuela... There's no easy way to put this. I have been dead since 1919. What are you talking about? I mean, I died in the influenza epidemic, 1918-19. And... I don't... I am still here. And so I very gently take her hand again. Okay. But this time I have spent a blood point oh. to make it warm. Mm-hmm. And I'm making my heartbeat. Okay. So I take her hand and I guide it up 
to my sternum Mm -hmm. so she can feel my heart beating. And then I still the heart. She pulls her hand away. Mm -hmm. She's like, "What what are you talking about? What is this? Max, what is this? And so then Max, he has his arms folded in front of his chest and he says, she's right. She's a vampire. And he just looks really like, I don't know what to say. Like, what else can I say? Yeah, yeah. She, she feeds on people and drinks their blood and anyway it's true so then she starts crying mm. so I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> they're there <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just I'm just sitting there allowing her to have her reaction being very as calm and peaceful as I can mm-hmm. and in fact let's see if I can uh, put her at ease a little bit here okay uh, let's see. Mm. All right. How about... Um... Oh. <laughs> Max still changing records. Yep. <laughs> Gives him something to do. Mm-hmm. Keeps his hands busy. All right. So, um, I mean, anesthetic touch. Could, could we... Uh, Expand that a little bit to say it could ease somebody's emotional pain as well yes. as their physical Absolutely. pain. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to spend another blood point. Okay. So she's just sobbing. Yeah. And Max says, Consuela, come on. Yeah. So I say, Consuela, can I show you one more thing? So she's just crying and she's like, I just, I don't know how to, I don't know how to accept this. I, it can't be true. I know. It seems unbelievable. But I can help you understand and it won't hurt. In fact, you'll feel a lot better. What are you going to do to me? Just allow me to take your hand one more time. So she very slowly hands you her hand. Hands me her hand. Mm-hmm. I say, I need to look at you. So she very slowly uh, turns her face to yours. All right. All righty. Willpower roll. Okay. Eight dice. Difficulty yeah. six. I'm not going to spend willpower on okay. this. Okay. Because if it's a botch, then it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. It's not a botch. Good. good. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Uh, s- seven successes. Oh, what? <laughs> All right. So, so I'm just looking right at her, and I'm concentrating, and I'm flowing all of this, you know, healing, calming energy into her as my third eye begins to open. Ah. But. By the time that's happening, she's already starting to feel calmer, you know, so, and I'm just looking straight into her eyes, and I say, Consuela, you have nothing to fear from me, and in fact, I will give everything to protect you. So, she still has some tears running down her cheeks. Yeah. And she's very emotional. Yeah. 
And she says, well, I think that, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm starting to remember, I think. Yes. That, I think I do know, I, I do know that, that that's what you are. Like, I knew this somehow, but it was somehow taken from my memory. Yes, some of my kind can do that. In fact, that man you were speaking to earlier tonight, think about it. Think about how woozy you felt after you talked to him. How strange you felt. I did feel very weird. He was exerting his will on you. Mm. I hate to say it. It's horrible. It is. I never, and I look at I look at Max as my third eye closes, and I say, I never take blood from anyone who is unwilling. And I look back at her, but there are many of my kind who will. Mm-hmm. There are many of my kind who see mortals such as yourself as little more than cattle. So she shivers when you say that. Yeah. In many ways, it's better that you don't know, but... At this point, I just felt you needed to know so that you could make an informed decision about whether you wanted to go with me to this function or not because, well, it's it's being put on by vampires. Well, is there, there going to be like a bunch of them there? At least two. Who's the other one? Cassandra Cavanaugh, the organizer of the event. Well, I mean, as long as I'm with you, I'll probably be safe. All right. I just wanted you to be able to make a decision on your own. So she's wiping the tears from her face, Mm -hmm. and she's looking at you and says, This is so weird. But do you have, like, powers and stuff? (laughs) Aside from what I just demonstrated? Yeah. Sit still. I so, just need to look at you. So Max is like, what What are you going to do? <laughs> so I'm just looking at her. Okay. And I say... One, two, three. I say with three successes as I read her aura. Mm-hmm. I say, right now, you are surrounded by... A scintillating rainbow of colors. And I see the color... Pink? I see the color pink is predominant. And that means you're very compassionate. But we already knew that. And I also see... White. White innocence. You have a very beautiful aura, Consuela. One of the most beautiful I've ever seen. So she's she smiles at you um, shyly mm-hmm. and says, "Thanks, I guess." If you <laughs> you no doubt wonder have wondered about all the people that came with me in that bus and the people who keep coming around. Yeah, I can heal people of their ills and their ailments. Hmm. Through the power of my blood and 
Can all vampires do that? To a certain extent. Although, never ever drink a vampire's blood. Why not? It has a strange effect on mortals such as yourself. It will give you some benefit. But if you drink too much of it, it becomes addictive like heroin. But worse. Far worse. Heroin? Yes. I haven't heard of that. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Um, Should have gotten you the Velvet Underground uh, (laughs) debut album for Christmas. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> Max, like I, I swear I have, I have that in here. I have that one. I have that I have one. The monkeys. I have that one. <laughs> <laughs> one too. All right. Um, so, so Max comes up and says, "Consuela, just letting you know that if you want to talk about this, we can talk about it later. I know some stuff about this." And she's like, "You do?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just..." I thought Charlotte should tell you in her own time. And Charlotte... I know... I know about your kind. Mm-hmm. And... I know that it would be dangerous for both of you to go to this party. But if you feel compelled and you think you can handle it, then... I feel compelled by my moral obligation. Wilma told me that if I didn't go, it would be far worse. She's probably right. Yes, she probably is. Well, thank you for hearing me out, Consuelo. So she nods and says, you're not going to, like, want to drink my blood, will you? Never. Well... You've been very a very good friend to me, Charlotte. And I know things have been really just outright crazy for you over the past couple weeks, but I guess this explains part of it. It does. And, um, well, yes, it does. I'm sure Mac can answer any other questions you might have. And uh, you'll have a couple days to think about the, the party. So. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I, um, I'm going to get back to the Parvo Dore. All right. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you. Oh. I can't stay in Max's... What, do you, what did you think? And Max was like, no, she can't stay here. <laughs> That's true. I suppose you wouldn't want to walk home by yourself. No. Max is like, I'll walk you both home. Sounds Let's good. go. Come on. All Last right. time you come into my room listening to the monkeys. <laughs> it's your record, Max. No, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> so he walks you back to um, the Pavo Dore. Mm-hmm. And so the night passes, and Consuela wants to stay with you in the cellar and talk about everything. Oh, okay. About your life so far what you've done how you live you know what is it like to be a vampire stuff like that yep i'll tell her about the masquerade Mm. um 
Because I don't want her blabbing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. She's like, oh, I won't, I won't say anything to anybody. Right. I'm not going to tell mean her. Does that is a vampire? I'm not going to tell her about the salubri per se, like in terms of their clan history. Okay. Like, like I'm being hunted like a dog. You right. know, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, tell her about that. Okay. She asked about Marguerite. I say, um, I say yes. She so is. So her eyes get really big. And she's like, oh, that explains so much. It does, doesn't it? Weird. So she's just sort of amazed. Mm-hmm. So you talk throughout the night. Mm-hmm. So before you know it, it you're feeling slower. Mm. Your body's feeling more stiff and mm-hmm. less active. So I'm like, oh, it must be nearly sunrise. So she's like half asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I, <laughs> I say, um, I must rest now. Mm. Consuelo, you, you can sleep here if you want. No, 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 no. I want to go. I'm, I'll leave you. It's okay. Right. Bye. Okay. So she like slowly walks up the stairs. Yeah. And the cellar door closes behind her. Big night for Consuelo. <laughs> hey. Do I get a dot in LA now? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Now I have my own Derek. <laughs> All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So. I'm chuffed. You're chuffed? How are you, yeah, how are you feeling about this? I feel good. I feel good. Do you feel like that went well? I think it went about as well as you could, uh, you could hope. Seven, <laughs> seven successes. Uh, that was you know. pretty damn good. Yeah. All right. Seven out of eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No complaints. So, we doing this? What? We doing the party tonight, or are we doing it next next week? The night passes. <laughs> the day passes. All right. The night passes. The day passes again. <laughs> it's the 30th. The clock speeds up. All right. Mm-hmm. It's the 30th. You've had a service. Oh. You've had a service, though. Yes, I have. Shall I roll again? Yes. And how are these going? I want you to give me a couple things, like how about how many people do you think show up? What is the mood? What do you talk about? Uh, and are there any cases that are outstanding that you think um, that you want to highlight? There are about 60 people per, mm-hmm. per congregation. Mm-hmm. The... Um, I think, you know, like you said, there's a certain contingent that comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's probably only about a third. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, ultimately, I am actually helping people. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit, I'm totally healed. Thank yeah. you. Like, yeah. I'll remember you in the future if I get sick again. Right. Um, I'm not giving out my own blood as much oh. as I am using my Obia 3. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't want people getting getting hooked. Right. You know. Done the blood bond thing. Didn't like it. You know. And, um, so, yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's just, it's just mostly, like, pretty straightforward and just being like, you know, okay, well, you know, who needs help? Mm-hmm. You know, form, okay. a, form an orderly queue. Right, right, right. I'm not really working too much doctrine into it other than just like, just kind of like a little spiel about, 
um, drawing forth vital energies and that kind of thing. Okay. You know, I don't. I don't want to get too culty about it. Although I am guru as my demeanor, yeah. You know, yeah. but I, I mean, people. When you're speaking, people are transfixed. Exactly. So it's like the guru thing is more like. Um, like, hey, I just I, I have access to information and abilities that will make you healthier. They'll help you out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm here to help you, basically. Um, yes, I'm an idealist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I think I'm just I'm giving off this this aura of calm and this aura of enlightenment. Yeah. I suppose mm-hmm. you know. And, um, yeah, just kind of, um, just being there for Uh people, you know? So, um, and then, yes, about recurring. Mm -hmm. I think, I think the only one, well, there's like of the recurring people, I think they're the people who are just like the kind of emotional vampires who, Mm. (laughs) You know, who just kind of get off on like being in this environment of mm-hmm. somebody who seems very enlightened, and they're just kind right. of hoping they'll become enlightened through osmosis or something. You know? Right, right. Like they don't even—they're actually perfectly healthy. They don't actually need anything, and, mm-hmm. and probably don't even ask for anything. But they're just kind of there, you right, know? right. And then they—they they probably like you know they're just like, wow, you are so with it, you know, <laughs> like you're just like so centered. It's amazing, you know, that kind of thing. You right, know? right, right. And then I think the other the other half of the third who uh, so the one sixth of the group right um, are probably people with more sort of like deep seated mental health issues mm. that I can't really heal. Oh, the ment- you can't heal the mental health I can't. issues. No, I can't. Why not? Because that's OB of five. Mm. Yeah. So I can help them with. Um, any physical ailments that come about because of their mental health issues. So if they're addicts, I can help them with, uh, you know, any kind of, um, sores or infections or rotting teeth or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're, um, schizophrenic and they've injured themselves in some way, you know, um, during one of their episodes, you know, I can obviously, I can heal the -hmm. the physical injury. Mm -hmm. But I can't stop the voices in their heads. I can't help the heroin addict to get off the smack. You know, that kind of thing, right? right? right. So all I can do is just offer some level of counseling, Mm -hmm. advice. You know and I mean? I've got got empathy. I've got charisma. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can can provide those services. Right. You know, they're not... uh, (laughs) It's not all bullshit. Right. But, um, yeah, I think that's, that's where it's at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So, yes. it's the 30th. Okay. And you get up. And Bernard's waiting at the top of the stairs. Speaking of Bernard, since I'm grubbing for dots right now, um, would he count as more of an ally or as, as a retainer? I think more retainer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Just filling in these backgrounds left and right. I know. Dot and retainer. All right. So it's the 30th, you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, oh, oh, and uh, we had a we had a thing, right? So mm. I, sh- I should roll to see how well I did with that. Yeah. Uh, charisma and empathy. Mm-hmm. And difficulty is two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Okay, so uh, that's a lot of successes. That's six successes. Wow. Yeah. So um, D10 blood mm-hmm. points. Yep. Six. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, isn't it? It's weird. Eerie. Mm-hmm. All right, I am almost full up for the first time in forever. Wow. Yeah. You're doing pretty well for yourself. I am. I got a little thing going here. You do. I'm ready to bug out at the moment's notice, the drop of a hat. What? <laughs> what was, do you mean? Oh, just because I'm waiting for everything to fall apart. Um, I assume the bus has been secured somewhere, uh-huh. like on a side street mm-hmm. or something, up an alley. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's the 30th. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling well. Feeling great. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt this good in ages. Yeah. Oh, Bernard. Yes, yes. So, nearly New Year's. Yes, indeed. Have you made a decision about the party? Well, I'm definitely going to go. Mm-hmm. Has Miss Consuela talked to you about it? She hasn't, so I mm. think I should talk to her about that this evening. Okay. Is she doing okay? Have you seen her around? Oh, yeah. She seems to be fine. That's good. I wanted to give her some space, as they say. Mm. Yes. Uh, he just pretends to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I may have just coined a term. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so I say, uh, well, um, no meeting tonight, correct? No, no, not tonight. Okay. Well, then, um, I don't think I need you for anything if you want to take a look after yourself or free to hang around if you wish. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'll just be here basking in your presence. <laughs> so part of that, and then he just kind of picks up the paper and starts reading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to go look for Consuela. Okay, so you find her. Mm-hmm. She's at the front desk. Okay. And she says, oh, hey, uh, what's going on? Hi. Oh, well, uh, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Yes, it is. So, any thoughts? Uh, yeah. I'd like- <laughs> I kind of look around for her mom. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to go. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I had an idea. Do tell. Why don't we just go... Go on. Why don't we just stake it out tonight and, like, go and check it out? I've never been to that theater before. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just this idea. Okay. Uh, Bernard? Yeah? Is anything playing at the Egyptian tonight? Uh... Yeah, let me let me check here. <laughs> Papers rustling. Paper rustling. Uh-huh. What's the Rotten Tomato score? Oh God. <laughs> How rotten is the tomato? Oh my God. Uh, so it looks like there's a there's a movie called uh, The Graduate. All right. And uh, Valley of the Dolls. Valley of the Dolls? That sounds fun. Yeah, let's go check it out. All right. Yeah. So I get the, you know, like what time it's showing and so Mm -hmm. forth. And uh, make our plans, consult our bus route uh, cards and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Figure out how we're going to get over there. All right. And you head over to the theater. 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 It's in Hollywood? Mm Mm-hmm. On Hollywood? Uh, uh. <laughs> Just firing. I've been very slow yeah. with my 
tabs today. So. Okay. All right, so that is on Holly, yeah, Hollywood Boulevard. Wow, okay. Very good. So it's probably one or two bus lines over. Yep. So you're on your way. On our way. Off we go. And there's people on the bus. Like, people are kind of dressed up for parties. and Sure. Yeah, there's like like a random like elf getting off of a shift from from the mall right right and uh so you get off at hollywood Mm -hmm. and uh the theater unfolds in front of you and uh it looks like unlike anything you've ever seen Mm. it looks like a temple Mm. it's has these palm trees in the center of this uh, like courtyard in the front of it. Mm. And it has a glowing sign that says Grauman's Egyptian. And it's this white, like limestone type stone. It's very sandy, mm. sandy brown. Mm. And there's paintings of hieroglyphics mm. along the walls. Mm. And... Uh, and there's just little different stairs going up into just mm. these darkened alcoves. And mm-hmm. this is all in the exterior. Yeah. There's these large, uh, leafy shrub plants in the planter. Yeah. It looks very, you know, like of the desert. Okay. And you see these hanging lights, like lamps that are metal. And they're just very um, art deco-y. Yeah. And... The palm trees are lit from from below, and um, there's pillars enter like for the entrance. There's an archway with these large pillars. Yeah, and there's a little ticket booth there. Mm. So you, you walk up, and even though everything's lit, there's nobody there. Mm. And there's no one at the ticket booth, and there's a sign mm. that says "closed for an event." Oh. Will reopen January second. Oh, weird. And so Consuela says, oh, I thought they'd be playing movies tonight. That's weird. Yeah, that's very strange. They're closed. Maybe they're getting ready for the party tomorrow. Oh, you're probably right. Oh, let's let's sneak around. Let's see what's going on. Okay. So you start sneaking around. Mm-hmm. By, by the way, I was going to say, I probably dressed up to go to the movies. Oh, you did? <laughs> so I'm wearing my, you know, my, the same dress I wore to um, uh, the other night. Okay. When was that? <laughs> the blue velvet thing? Yes, the blue velvet thing. Okay. I wore blue okay, yes, you did. velvet. Right. Good on you. <laughs> so you're sneaking around. <laughs> Sorry. So you're sneaking around. Mm-hmm. Looking around. Yep. Am I... Perception around? plus... Well, perception plus alertness. Oh, I never get to roll my stealth. <laughs> well, if you want to be stealthy... Well, trying to be stealthy. Okay, yeah. yeah, so do stealth. Okay. And uh, wits or dexterity? Dex. Okay. Yeah, that would be four successes. Whoa. Assuming difficulty six. Okay. So you're creeping, creeping around, <laughs> stealthing, stealthing around. Creeping up. Yeah, you're, you're maybe putting your ear to the door, uh-huh. trying to hear. Uh-huh. And you do hear some movement behind the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the front door, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, just like people moving stuff around. You hear, um, their hammers or mm-hmm. anything, yeah. 
So I want to go around to the back, to like the delivery area. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. see what's up that back there. Okay. So as you're walking along the alley, and you turn, you and Consuela are like checking everything out. As you round the corner, you see a familiar sight. Hmm. Hmm. You see the caravans. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh. Only there's two and not three. Yeah, well. If my heart was beating, it would have just skipped a beat. (laughs) Make a perception plus. (laughs) Awareness. Okay. 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 Um, Two. So you're pretty amazed. Yeah. By what you're seeing in front of you. Yeah. Salute, Evie. <laughs> and, but you feel as though there's someone standing behind you. Oh, God damn it. So, without even turning around, I say, hello, Riley. And you turn. Yeah. Do you turn around then? Uh, yes. And yes. there he is. Uh-huh. In the flesh. Or so I think. And you hear a snarl from one of the caravans, a familiar snarl. Yeah. And you hear a familiar chittering of rat noises. <laughs> and I'm never going anywhere with Consuela again. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Every time I go somewhere with her, it seems <laughs> Riley so, shows up. So he's looking down at you. Uh huh. His eyes are glowing red. Really? And he says, where's Joe? And we'll close out on that. Nice. Ah! All right, I'm good. (laughs) Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. That was was a roller coaster of a a session. I think my shoulders are a little tense, actually. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's okay. It was good. It's really, really. It's okay. It was really good. good. I had a good time. I like doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just pinched the bridge of my nose. I'm okay. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Let's get stuff. Let's get stuff. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's get back into. All right, come on, salve my salve my uh, my burns with some uh, sweet sweet XP. <laughs> sweet sweet XP ointment. <laughs> Why does that sound so filthy? <laughs> some XP ointment. XP ointment. XP ointment sounds gross. Uh, okay, let me find. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that dog is a uh, picture of relaxation right now. Oh, she's super relaxed. Okay. Mm. <laughs> How are you going to get through this, man? Fuck if I know. <laughs> uh, maybe next time. I won't do a Tremere next time. I'll do a, a Bruhar. 
somebody can like <laughs> you know just wreck shit basically that's yeah, why do you think i play gangrel i know <laughs> all right so i'll do a gangrel bruja hybrid <laughs> a brugrel <laughs> You get one point for <laughs> at the end of each chapter. Right. We're at the end of this chapter. If I hadn't shown up, it'd be a pretty boring session. Go on. I'd like to thank you for taking it upon yourself to show up consistently and thoroughly. Oh, thank you. What have you learned? Lord of mercy. <laughs> what haven't I learned? Hmm. Yeah, I think that's easier. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I learned that Siraj and Mazarine were lovers. Oh, you think so? Well, they had some kind of deep emotional connection. Hmm. Siraj betrayed Mazarine. He has done various things to make it up to her. And she seems to have finally forgiven him to a certain extent. Yeah. She put some kind of wacky mark on him. <laughs> so that was interesting. A wacky mark. A wacky mark. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, goodness. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to think of what I actually learned. So, of course, I learned a bit about Cassandra Cavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got some kind of flunky <laughs> named Nicholas Reed. A flunky. Why does that word always make me laugh? Yeah. Flunky. <laughs> to do her bidding. Uh, okay. I learned that my herd is becoming self-perpetuating and perhaps self-aware. Uh, <laughs> they're learning. They're learning. Uh, yeah. I love it, girls. They're going to go all nano cloud on me eventually. <laughs> um, nano cloud. Become a hive mind. Oh my god. Um, yeah, um, probably. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if they're all, ta- if most of them are imbibing your blood, well, see, have, that's why I'm cutting back. On but that. the core, but the core yeah. has. So mm-hmm. the core. I'm wondering if ghouls would end up having a connection between each other mm. based on the drinking the same. Pate. The same blood. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, like a twin thing or something. I don't know, I don't know how twins work. <laughs> Some weird ass ghoul language. Yeah, that pretty. Only much. Ghouls know. <laughs> cool, coolie, cool. <laughs> oh god, that is super disturbing. Cool, 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 cool. Oh Jesus Christ, what's that noise? <laughs> Don't worry, it's just the ghouls talking to each other. Just tune them out. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> wow. Um, so I learned that ghouls have a secret language. No, I do not. All right, what else? Come on. Let's um, do this. Okay, so I learned. I learned uh, that you know I confirmed that Max is this you know kind of um, ally at least. Mm-hmm. You know that he's in on knowledgeable. It. Yeah, which I had suspected. in the lifestyle. <laughs> he's in the li- yes, he's in the lifestyle. That's exactly it. Um, what else? substantive that i learned Uh oh <laughs> now i'm worried that, like i learned nothing no i mean i i, I was very proactive this yeah this you, you did a lot so i did i did a lot mm-hmm. but in terms of like what i actually learned well you learned you you mentioned it cassandra kavanaugh mm-hmm. you um max. max the some somewhat of the backstory with siraj and mazarin mm-hmm. oh i learned that mazarin yeah is you know kind of 
on my side, as reluctant as she may be. Salubries are <laughs> stuck together. Picturing her down at Salubri HQ getting my file handed to her. And she's like, what? No way. <laughs> You can't put me on this chicken shit outfit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> chicken shit assignment. No, I just, I like the idea of there being six salubri. Three are yeah. your cast, three are the warrior cast. I think that's and great. they're protecting each other yeah. the whole time in various, awesome. they can help each other. Then there's just one. Who's that one? We don't know. Question mark. Question mark? It's a little a little box with a shaded out silhouette head and a question mark a over question it. question mark, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to give you, I know this might sound outrageous. Three points for role playing. Wow, that does sound you, outrageous. Because you really were bringing it. Mm. Thank you. Thank uh, you, and thank you very kindly. And then, in terms of heroism, let's see here. There really wasn't an action that I think heroism yeah. is covered. Maybe next session. Yes, you think? Uh, <laughs> so I just want to... Yeah, so I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I promised uh, Consuela that I'd never let anyone hurt her. Yep, you sure did. So I'm just going to have to reach down Riley's throat and pull his insides <laughs> out through his mouth. <laughs> uh, he'd probably enjoy it. He probably would. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, okay, so that gets me back to 11 points, Mm -hmm. and I think I have decided at this point that I'm going to just keep trying to get my Obia up. So I need to get to 15, so that'll be next session. Mm -hmm. Get me to 15 to get that coveted Obia 4 Mm -hmm. Shepherd's Watch, which I could really probably use next session, but... And then uh, try and see if I can get to that OBA 5 before the end of the Chronicle. That would be something. That would be something. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that would be 20 more XP. <laughs> I, I might get enough from the uh, end of the... Uh, That's true. End of the uh, yeah. story awards. But then, like, in terms of actually playing with it. Yeah, exactly. But if it's, like, if it's the sort of thing where we get to the end of the third story uh-huh. and I can get OBA 5, then we can do an epilogue where I'm kind of, like helping to cure the mental illnesses yeah. of the people in mm-hmm. my herd. So yeah. that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we're going to get there or not. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, gosh. Who knows? Who knows where this twisting trail will go? Um, <laughs> okay. No, I just, a question popped into my head. Did you, did you think that the book was going to get burned this session? Or, or destroyed. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. And I feel a little, like, surprised, like, yeah. oh, it's gone now. Yeah. I mean, were you expecting the, the book to kind of stay and play until the very end of the Chronicle? I had no idea what was going to happen. I was, I was really leaving that to you to Like, yeah, because I could have destroyed it with. Oh, seven, yeah. seven sessions ago or whatever. Yeah. Eight yeah. sessions ago. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, as always. Thank you. Excellent session. Thank you. Till next time. Yes. (laughs) Yes.